But no, I got there so early, dude. Like, literally, there's only two people there working when I got there. And no one else showed up for, like, another half hour to an hour after I got there. I was literally by myself in the warehouse scanning everything. And then when we had the audit, like, I had everything done already. So I had everything, like, kind of, like, grouped together, too. So whenever he was like, I need to see this stuff, I pulled it down right away. Like, literally, my audit went by so fast. And then they had to audit the other part of the company. That was so fucked. Damn, that sucks. I was told that they um, are missing around somewhere around like 30 to 40 grand worth of stuff. Oh! And your side of the world? No. no on the your, other your, part. No, no, but your side was it good? Oh, my side was perfect. Oh, nice. Yeah, no, like we wrote out like maybe two grand worth of product, but that's like on average because like, you know, sometimes something gets scanned out so, or like it's just a small roll, no one runs it, we just toss it later or use it for make Yeah. So that's like what we were allotted. Nice, nice. My, oh, yeah. my job, we were doing the sales contest. <clears throat> Tuesday through Thursday of sales, right? Mm-hmm. Just go, and whoever gets like the biggest sale, you know, post up every single sale, and in those three-day period, if you win, you get like 100 bucks to spend on our on our HD supply store. Okay. And it's like, you could buy yourself like a shirt, a sweater, whatever. And stuff, stuff to rub the company. Yeah, yeah, or stuff to give your customers, right? I was yeah. like, dude, let me go for this. So I went for it, Tell me why in the last two hours of the fucking week, one of my coworkers comes up, throws out like a slam of sales, and just overtook me by like maybe a thousand dollars. I guarantee you they held it back because like they knew they had made the nut. Like no, no, she they posted up that they were waiting for three orders to push through. I was like, fuck, those are gonna be three orders that are gonna beat me because I was leading. And sure enough, once they loaded, bam, bam, bam. 450, 450, 450. I was like, they just pulled out $1,300 in the last fucking minute. And literally, that was it. It was like 445. And I no more orders I could make go in. I was so mad. Yeah. I was so mad. And so, so any more work? Or are you good, dude? You're here with us. You had a last minute work trip, I saw. What was that about? Yeah, literally on Tuesday, uh, the pers- they were supposed to uh, fly out to South Dakota, and one of the people ended up getting COVID. Shut up. Yeah, so my boss was like, hey, are you doing anything right now? I was like, eh. Not really. She's like, hey, can you fly out to South Dakota, like, right now? I was like, what the <laughs> hell? Yeah, I was like, sure, let's do it. She's like, all right, well, you need to get to the airport, like, right now. I was like, yeah. No way. Yeah. What you pack? Did you even pack? I did. Okay. It was only gone for, like, three days, so. Oh. He makes it sound so nonchalant. I was only gone for three days. I'm like, dude, three days? That's your cats for three days? That's your home stuff for I three live days? at home with my mom. She's got it covered. Yeah, that's okay. good. Oh. That's good. All right, well, it was in Arizona. And, and I don't have any kids, so. Hey, good for you, man. You got fur babies. Fur daddy. That. that <laughs> On that note, never, welcome to the Broken Point of View podcast. Never call me that again. <laughs> please. Just never call me that again. All five of our listeners, please go to Saul's page and just call him fur daddy. Yeah, you could have been like cat daddy I or something cool. Cat daddy was too cool. I wasn't uh, going to give you that. Uh, I, like, yes. fur, I played a couple names in my head before fur I daddy, it. bro. <laughs> uh, I'm not a fucking furry. Uh, I don't know. That, that we know of. That we know of. Those are usually in the closet with all their fur costumes. Let's keep it there. <laughs> <laughs> let's not bring that out to the yeah, let's Let's not. Let's not. Yeah. Oh, man. That was good. That was a good cold start. That was great. <laughs> See? Way better. Now I want to take you to a furry convention and not tell them. Oh, God, no. Yeah. Oh, come on. So we'll get in the car. We're going to be, uh, I would we're be gonna go to so Grill Burgers. What's that one spot? Grill, grill Mall. Mall. Yeah, we're going to go to Grill Mall. So I'll get in. <laughs> Say the name right. Well, I'm sorry. I've only been there once. Joe doesn't take me anymore. He's I haven't like, been in a while. He doesn't take me there anymore either. I, I, I never was. So that just me? Wow. Damn. Tell you how you really feel to him. 
to hit you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, surprisingly, I get that a lot. I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up, guys? How you guys been? Uh, been good, been good. You know, losing a sales contest at work. It was a buzzkill, but it was fun. It was fun, but it was a buzzkill at the end. The person I lost to was like my mentor, so I'm not even that mad. The fact I was going toe to toe with my mentor and told him my first year into this job, I think that says I'm doing pretty well. That's some Naruto shit. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. I was like, that's some anime shit. Dude, I live it. What's up? Believe it. I knew. I just want to see your face. You went yeah. from a smile to a frown yeah, in like a millisecond. That's that was the one thing I hate so you know, much about Naruto. I forgot it? why I had forgotten why I hadn't gone back to watch Naruto, and I was like, oh, those cringe moments. Yes. Yeah, it's because seasons one through three. Yeah. <laughs> just gonna jump straight to shipping it, dude. That's all you. Honestly, do. that's all you really need. Yeah, that, that's what really gets you going, and that's where you really. See or literally, just watch certain episodes, like the uh, the Asuma episodes with him against the Akatsuki. Why would you want to make him sad like that, dude? He's, He's already, already sad. sad enough as it is. You don't want to put. <laughs> okay, him but the. He's gonna pick tournament. up smoking if he does. He already does. I, I quit. He's gonna pick it up. I already got through that arc. Everybody, that story arc. <laughs> Let's put him into the Kumota. <laughs> Do it. No. Uh, what you got? No, but Joe, you've been on One Piece lately, my boy. Where, what, where, what island are you on right now? Uh, so right now, literally, the group is all split up. Uh, Ace just died. Okay, he put the uh, two year. He hasn't done it yet. Okay, so we're getting to that. We're building okay. to that right now. Sick. He's recovering, talking to Rayleigh. Yeah, he, Rayleigh's telling Rayleigh him. literally just swam to the female Amazonian island. Nice, nice. And nice. he's like talking to him. And he's like, "Hey, this is what I want you to do. Yeah. I want you to go back to Marine Ford, and he's gonna stand up and like give the whole speech Love like it. that. Love it. That's so a great we're right part. there. That's a great part to be at. Good, good, good. You watching any anime? <laughs> no, I, I I stopped watching anime. Right. You watching any hentai, bro? <laughs> That's the same thing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> More tentacles <laughs> and less censorship. Yeah, no, I um, good storylines still. Yeah, less, right? No, no, less. It's yeah, always dude, great. It's always somebody's brother. It's always somebody's sister. And somebody's stepmom. At one point, and I'm just like, hey, United States influenced you. Huh? Yeah, hey, you know, just go over there. Give your paws a tug. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So I binge Letter Kenny and I jumped right into Shorzy. Nice, clean through, dude. I did that like. Two weeks ago, two weeks ago, I was like, because, you know, we watched Shorzy uh, season two. We talked yeah. about it on the podcast last episode and stuff. And I was like, damn, you know what? We watched season two, talked about it, but there was such a gap between season one and two. I was like, fuck it. Yeah, like a year watch and a it. half almost, right? Yeah. And I was like, fuck it. Let me watch it the whole way through. One, I finished that shit in like two days. Like, the They're short episodes. Really short, yeah. And it's only like six, seven episodes per. And I was like, I could totally binge this in a weekend. Binge it in a weekend. Yeah. That's amazing. And, um, no, I did the same thing actually. Um, I had a friend who was moving out and like gonna be gone for a while, so we literally just binge Shorzy together just real quick before they left. Nice. I had something else happen this week, but I forgot what it was. It'll come back. Couldn't be that important. <laughs> I went to Frankenstein's. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. oh. I did that today. Uh, I picked up a. I'm gonna start picking up another card game called uh, Lorcana. Oh, the, the Disney, Disney one. one. Yeah, I went to Frankenstein's, picked up a couple More money to the mouse. Yeah. More money to the mouse. He already has my monthly fee to Disneyland. Why not give him my card money feed? Why not? So, I picked up two decks at Frankenstein's. Decks or booster packs? Decks. Structure okay. decks. The equivalent of a Yu-Gi-Oh! structure deck. Okay. But for Disney. And so, a beginner's deck. Kind of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They released two on app, like through Amazon on their website on December 1st. Sold out. Can't get in. Need an invitation. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, fuck this shit. Whenever stuff like this happens, I go, Frankenstein's. Yep. F that. So I went to Frankenstein's. Sure enough, found it with my dealer all the way in the back. Sold me both decks for like 40 bucks flat. No tax. Oh, That's wow. not bad at That's all. I was thinking you're going to make 40 bucks a piece. Yeah. No, they, other people want to charge me that much. And, uh, you know, you got to make the round. Frankenstein's pro tip. 
walk the whole place once looking for what you really want and then you double back to the spot that you found at the best price yeah so that's what we did because online you could buy them for like 17 dollars, but then plus tax this guy was like dude 20 bucks a set let's go I was that's like, great hey, that's like yeah. a dollar or two more than amazon and i get it same day not two days yeah so i was like let's go dude boom got the money let's go i'm gonna start playing this game they say it's like magic the gathering but more simplified and really that's every other card game out there like yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh, pokemon um, oh, I haven't played the One Piece card game. I kind of want to look at that, too. Dude, it was like a DBZ card game at some point. Yeah, every yeah. anime pretty much had a card game at one point yeah. or another. I have, I've got, like, a Goku and a Trunks from the Dragon Ball Z card game. I forgot how I got them. I Dude, just like how it. every anime has, like, a mobile game that we had to spend a bunch of money to, like, unlock characters. Yeah. Oh, you know, I'm playing the Bleach one. I haven't paid any money, but I already got, like, two Ichigos. One of them that he's using his Quincy powers. I was like, cool. And I can play auto, so I just watch him fight. I was going to first play on the PS5 because it showed up on the PS5. How can you play? Wait, you play auto? Like, what? You you don't even play the game? He just watches the gameplay itself? Watches the gameplay itself. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Oh, my God. Name a couple games right off the top of your head. Uh, top three games, go. Top three games? I don't even play video games anymore, That's what I bro. thought. Shut up. I remember at one point, this dude was just playing Overwatch only. Who? Him. Yeah. Oh, what? That was like the last game I played seriously. Wow, okay. No, well, there are some games where like you're grinding and you grind so much you're like, yo, you can just put us on auto. I'm like, fuck yeah, auto. It did it to my Digimon game at one point because all my dudes were like strong and I was like, auto, auto, auto. Like, they're going to kill the monsters anyway. I wish Pokemon did that where they just had auto battle. Like, use all your strong moves. Go for it. Run out until the PP runs out. You know what I mean? But why do they look at there? That's a point of playing a game though doesn't it grinding time you don't really need to be there you can like check out that's why I played well, that's what makes the benefits worth it of grinding right see there's certain people who like to grind and like level up as other people who are like I just want to say I got to this level I don't want to do any of the work myself right that's very anti-game sadly that's where things are going now people just don't want to do shit when they have people who are like then? But then there's also people who are autistic and they want to fucking go and rebuild the entire GTA 5 map on fucking Minecraft. Why are they doing that? Well, that, but that takes effort, though, like, in reality. Well, why would like, you do it? Because they're autistic. That yeah. still doesn't explain it. Like, Why would you play a video game and but not, not play, play it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, why is there Twitch? Biggest streaming service of you watching people play which video games, but you're not playing it. Which I don't. I also don't get that either. Yeah. I don't either, but I'm at least still touching my phone and playing my game. I'm like, thinking what to do? I'm like, or okay, you can upgrade. And maybe play a game and, you know, really. Okay, if you really want to know what I'm doing, so look, I'll play the Bleach game, I'll automatic that while I'm playing my PS5, while I'm using my projector and I'm watching Netflix, okay? There, there's my fucking Friday night. And I almost dropped my projector, but I caught it. So in your face, even better. Have you ever heard of ADHD? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard of cat-like reflexes? Because that's what you just saw. <laughs> no, we saw ADHD and it works. <laughs> you did? Where? You literally explained to us. Yeah, you all like, you like all the symptoms, like everything, everything you noted. I'm like symptom, symptom, symptom. <laughs> I'm like, watching Netflix, playing yeah. on my PS5. I'm gonna have like a phone doing yep, this. I was like, I'm checking that. I was like, these are all symptoms. Wow, you know what, guys? I just get bored very easily. Uh, right? That'll be that's two, ADHD. Yeah. Oh, that, that, look, I that'll that'll be two hundred dollars, sir. I just diagnosed you. You know what? I just like to have a good time and maximize my time off. I get two days to try to squeeze in everything I want to do that I can't do Monday through Friday, okay? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. ADHD. I know, I'm just oh. like, I know, I'm literally like, uh, uh, keep going, keep going, sir. <laughs> That's ADHD with anxiety and FOMO. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, there's medication for that. <laughs> That's a lot of it. Yeah, a lot of it, actually. Look, it's spelled Captain Morgan. <laughs> 
I don't know how that made fucking sense. Because uh, he said there's medication for that. And I see, yeah, it's Captain Morgan. Alcohol, sorry. I, no, I get that, but I, like the way you kind of phrase that, I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Probably didn't. Anyway, yeah. moving on. Uh, moving on from mental illness. Um, <laughs> all right, so, really quick, <laughs> I gotta ask this. Kick your ass. <laughs> I can't wait till we take a break. <laughs> you know you can't kick my ass. No, I'm talking about no, oh, yeah, no, we'll yeah, no, yeah, 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 no, 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 Oh, by the way, did you guys see I posted it on our podcast? Yeah, I did. Yes. Social media director, doing a great job. Yes. Love you for that. You're welcome. Thank you. Come on, leave. <laughs> You're not even in state. <laughs> Half the time. We're going to put you as like a fucking intern. You're not even on the podcast. I'm an intern? Okay. okay. Intern. I'm an intern. Okay. That's that fine. makes That's sense. Fine. He yeah. is an intern. Yeah. 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 All right. But yeah, Spotify wrap. What you get, Joe? What was wait, your- wait, wait. Um, so we all have Spotify's, right? Because I, I started realizing that Apple started doing something similar. They try to copy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like your top, like it doesn't have the same gusto though. Like, no, it's an yeah. album cover. Here, yeah, twenty twenty three has an album cover. I have Apple Music and I saw it and I laughed. I, I thought it was lame. They gotta do something to be competitive. That's all it is. They're just trying to be there, like, and match up with what Spotify's doing because they're bigger than Apple Music. Yeah, dude, hands down, they've been around way longer. Wait, Spotify is bigger than Apple Music? Yeah. yeah. I've heard otherwise. No, I think a lot... Even people who have Apple still use Spotify. <laughs> yeah. I've heard a lot about, like, Spotify... Like, people... I've heard articles where they're like, Spotify won't be a thing in 10 years. Oh. People always say that, though. They want to, like, talk down on, like, the big thing yeah. because that's a big thing. They're like, oh, it's going to go away. Don't Yeah, look. no. Spotify is, like, ever since I adopted it, it's just... It's been clutch. Which one? Spotify. Ever since you adopted it? Yeah. You didn't have it this whole time? I mean, there was Pandora before that. Pandora was yeah. decent. I hated Pandora for the sheer fact that it was always shuffled things. Yeah, and yeah. then I would actually buy music on Apple for like a while, like a Same. couple years. Yeah. And so I adopted Spotify and I was like, oh my God, this is great. Wow, dude, it took you that long? We're talking like 15 years ago. No, I oh, actually came in late to Spotify actually compared to him. Yeah, really? I was going to say. like I didn't get Spotify until I was working at uh, Labeltronics. Yeah, I remember you were on Apple. I was like, really, bro, Apple? Like, I forgot yeah. I converted you to Samsung. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're right. Yeah. So oh, like, my God. I've been running Spotify longer than both of you put together. Probably. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. I got it when it started. Oh, okay. I got it when they were giving it away for free first. Then they started charging. And then they were like, hey, if you're a student, you get this. And I was like, cool. Put it in for me. And then they, like, took away the student discount for me because they were wanted proof. And I was like, well, I lost that email. <laughs> I like, well, I guess it put me at regular price. And then I even had it when they were bundling it with Hulu before Hulu wanted to That's what I do. Thing. No, I, that's, I still have it bundled. They actually. took it away from me. What? Yeah. I don't know what happened in the billing system, but they took away my I bundle. still have my bundle. Dude, so, I'm like, paying. I paid the same price for both Hulu and um, Does your Hulu have commercials? I does so. That's why. I'm okay with that though. Like it's yeah, fine. No, but I was mad. I had no commercials, and then they put commercials. Like yeah. fuck you then. Yeah. No, no I actually had Hulu for a while, and I stopped having it when they maybe have commercials. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm like I'm. I've only known Hulu. commercials still. No, yeah. I've only known Hulu with commercials. We're sorry. It's okay, man. It's okay. It's Everybody okay. has to start somewhere. I actually don't watch much of anything, so yeah. We we we, we, we notice that when we put you on this podcast with us. <laughs> <laughs> Hindsight. <laughs> it's always 2020. <laughs> so, that being said. Uh, Spotify wrap. Spotify, Spotify wrap. All right. Does it's the best time of the year. It's the right, best time right, of the year. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Everybody pull out your Spotify sandwich. All right. What are we looking at? All right. I'll go first. I think I have mine here somewhere. No. Psych. I have mine right it. here. All right. Go for it. So, my top genres was uh, rock, alternative metal, 
pop, hip hop, and pop punk. Okay, okay. I, I'm assuming that pop punk was all uh, Fall Out Boy. Actually, no. It's also that one band that says, Check Yes, Juliet, are you listening? That, yeah, that one too. I didn't know that was pop punk. Yeah, that's pop punk. I, I made a pop punk playlist for uh, me and my buddy Joe for when we went to Vegas. I'm dead. It was literally, I timed it so it's a four hour playlist, so I went through the whole playlist on the way to Vegas. Jeez. Um, that took you four hours at Vegas. No, I did it. Oh, oh, that's right. You were driving. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. But I, in case of traffic, I put it for a four hour playlist. Uh-huh. And yeah, so we drove the whole way and like just. Randomize the entire thing. All right, so go top to bottom, top to bottom. All right, one more time. You said what? What was it? Rock, rock, alternative metal. Nice. What's alternative metal? Slipknot, stuff like that. Uh, Anything that's like not mainstream metal. Ghost. What was Ghost would be considered alternative metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ghost would be alternative metal. Probably for sure. Go on. Next. Uh, Also, probably like Breaking Benjamin stuff like that. Um, Slipknot would probably be considered alternative metal as well. Yeah. Third. Pop. Pop. Period. What was pop? Taylor Swift. Yeah, he's no. a Swifty. Listeners, if you are also a fellow Swifty, slide in on Joe's DMs. That He'll w- go to a concert with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was uh, that was re- responsible for my friend. Ah, uh, 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 yeah. uh, How convenient. Uh, no, no, you'll find out why. And I'm going to explain to you why I didn't want to post my uh, top artist. I told you he's the guy that wanted to Photoshop his. <laughs> he wanted to Photoshop his work. All right, go on. Moving on. Yeah, but it wasn't, like, literally it's their fault. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Like, as we said, I don't listen to a lot of music. I uh-huh. usually more uh-huh. podcasts. Right. Yeah. 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 And whenever I drive, I let my friends to control the fucking radio. Yeah, I never do that, by the way. I let them join my jam session and they could jump in and throw stuff in the queue, yeah. but they don't touch my Spotify. No, yeah, they don't touch like my that. Spotify, huh? Anyway, moving well, on. Well, I now learned that lesson. I am always I thinking about the wrapped. I'm always thinking about the wrapped. I don't think about this. We always wrap it up. <laughs> Is that true, Brian? I learned that 11 years ago. That I, had to wrap it up. <laughs> I learned my lesson, okay? Jesus. <laughs> so, that being said, move on. That was your blue. What's your uh, orange? Hip-hop. Hip-hop? That's hip-hop. good. That's good. I, I can see that. I can see that. Uh, pop punk. And that's all. That's the, good, too. Uh, all right. Yeah. All right. Great. I got to follow up Joe because my sandwich is like pretty popping according to yours. So first one was pop dance. Dude, you're Wait, what is pop, pop dance? Dude, I had to figure it out. You know who's, who they consider pop dance? Ed Sheeran, Dua Lipa, um, everybody. Ed in Sheeran that is pop dance? So, so just think Ed Sheeran music types. I don't even know what and that he's is. he's up there. I, I know about Ed Sheeran, but I've never actually heard him. Right, anyway. Oh, we're going to fucking ruin his day right now. Yeah, we are. All right. So, Pop Dance, that was up there. You know what was also a big part of the Pop Dance being influenced? The soundtrack to Barbie. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, that was very Pop Dance. Yeah, I didn't understand that until it was too late. So, you were listening to the soundtrack to Barbie? The movie Dude, you didn't take your daughter to I'm watch. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I had to bring it back. I, really I had to bring it back. You know what? When does he leave again? <laughs> Not soon enough. Dude, legit. All right, so pop dance number one. Moved on to second. That was pop, pure pop, like Joe's. So what's that? Beyonce. No, and uh, I think they they're putting a lot into pop. They do like actually because they're allowed to be pop. It's pretty much anything that's like uh the top pop mainstream hits. pop music. So yeah. I, so Taylor would be considered pop, but uh, they also consider uh, the weekend yeah. pop. Um, anything that oh, you're right the way there, like, yeah. yeah. So I mean, there was a time where I was listening to everything of the weekend, especially when it came out in the Super Bowl uh, show. Yeah, that really impacted it. Uh, pop punk, so very much Fall Out Boy and all them. Uh, Panic, dance, 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 Gavin dance. Oh, dance, Gavin dance, so good. And then dance, Gavin dance, so it's like more alternative, I would say, than like. Pop. They still they go back and forth. They're yeah, becoming they... mainstream. So guess where they're gonna go? Oh, next no year? way! You think so? 
I love Dude Night. Also, we've been to the show. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that they're not big. They're oh, a big. They're, they're a big band. Um, yeah. They're really popular. They I have, have their own. I, festival. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. they have, but they're. I always felt like their fan base was like anti-mainstream. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, that's what happens in the end. Everybody goes mainstream, bro. I. I mean, I'm not saying their music can't be mainstream. It's just they're like a weird fandom. I know. Not weird as in like ugh, but like very. I don't know. Like. Uh, they remind me of Rise Against a little. Like, I Rise Against was against Mainstream for a long time, so it was no, AFI. But they have like they remind me of Thirty Seconds to Mars more than anything. That is kind of insulting. Well, Thirty Seconds to Mars had their own like thing. This is only like two people. Thirty Seconds to Mars? No, no it's, like it's a, a whole a band. band. It's four yeah. people. Which is the one I'm thinking of? That's only like two people. Uh, not Vince. Well, fucking uh, Seven Nation Army band. Uh, 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 White Stripes. Yeah, White, White Stripes. No, but they, even then, it's like the girls aren't even in it anymore. It's just yeah, uh, what's his name? Just Jack White. But yeah. he, he changed the name. He's now just Jack White. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I was okay. gonna say like, yeah, they remind me of Thirty Second Mars because they have their own show, you know, their own thing, and I don't know. It's really niche. Huh. Yeah, it's, uh, all right, and then I move on. Tech House. That's all the uh, what's his name? Cascade. Uh, uh, what's the Illumini? Whatever. Oh, Elenium. Elenium, yeah. Elenium. Uh, who was that one people we saw that? Motionless and White? Was it with Elenium? Motionless yeah, yeah. and White is metalcore, though. No, no, but they have one of the artists I listened to oh, okay. in the sorry, Tech sorry, House sorry, sorry, round. Yeah. They did a collaboration. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So, dude, Tech House, they have so many collabs. It's amazing. Mm. And then I ended it with Pop EDM, which is electric uh, dance music. So that's also following into the Elenium, Cascade, John Summit, bunch of artists that I've seen live, so gotcha. it's pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. Tell you, oh man, I gotta introduce you to some music, guys. It'll change your world. Maybe this, guys. Maybe I'll bring them out from the shadows and into the light. I think I'm okay. All right, well, I don't know. Let's listen to your sandwich, and we'll judge it by that. <laughs> sad, 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 very emo. sad. Well, he's gonna be the only one that gets emo watching. Wait, wait, yeah, go, go, go. What you got? What you got on your sandwich? I got emo twice. <laughs> Called it. Uh, his sandwich put him on a list. <laughs> um, Yo, so, you want extra emo on that? Yeah, so my first thing yeah, was like uh, Midwest emo, which is a thing. I keep telling Midwest people. Midwest emo. And I'm like, what the hell is Midwest emo? Like, it's a thing. Okay. But, but name a couple bands from Midwest emo, though. Well, a lot of listeners know, because like, people might yeah, be curious. Yeah. Nobody knows what Midwest emo is. I don't even know what it is. So give me just two bands from that genre. Sorry. Uh, Midwest emo, I mean, I guess the closest. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like, modern baseball is to me mod- like Midwest emo, but it's also emo. Okay, go on. Um, I would say that. What else? What else? What makes Midwest emo Midwest and not just emo? Is it because they have banjos? So, common misconception. Do they not wear shoes? No. So, basically, all it is is uh, Midwest emo is basically like fifth wave emo. And fourth wave emo is like all the stuff that we grew up with. I had no idea there were multiple ways. Dude, I lo- he lost me at wave. Wow, you guys were. We're, we're, we're so Yeah, you guys are now. embarrassing me. No kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the shoes on the other foot. Now I know how it feels. All right, so to blow your guys' mind, no kidding. Um, there are multiple waves of emo, right? Uh, most people stop listening to new emo. Like fourth wave emo is like around the time where we kind of grew up with, like Mike and the Romance, stuff like that. Beautiful. And we, most people just kind of like, I'm emo because I listen to this. But there was like a fifth wave of emo that came afterwards, and that's it gets tied into a lot to like Midwest emo. But it's it's just basically the music that like followed that generation of like emo music. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sandwich number two layer. Uh oh. Well, sandwich layer number two was just regular emo. Midwest <laughs> <laughs> emo. Emo. Called it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like it goes from Midwest emo to, to regular, emo. which is like the older emo. Love it. Yeah. All right. So the two go on. Uh, my blue one was uh, Corridos. 
Corridos? Yeah, which is basically <laughs> like Spanish emo. <laughs> <laughs> You're stupid. It is emo. Spanish, I mean, Spanish honestly, honestly, it's Spanish farm. It's Spanish farm emo. Yeah, if you really look at the lyrics to the Corridos, yeah. it's sad, bro. Like, yeah. me, no, I'm not even going to do it. It's no, you gotta, do it. like, do, do it, it so good. No, do I don't it. know do the lyrics. Do like, he would literally have to give it to me. Yeah, so, so. Mi novia se fue con el carayo. Vámonos a Like, you really you I dance up like yeah, I just have a thing for sad it music. It sounds so poppy. No, no, sad. it's not. It's not. It's yeah. not. It's it, it it's not. Yeah. yeah. Okay, dude. Didn't yeah. see that one coming. All right. All right. Nice dirt, good curveball there, dude. Ladies, if you get to corridos, no, those DMs. don't see that's the thing. It's like, it's like that's the thing. Like, I'm ladies, not, you won't make a sad boy happy. <laughs> you can't. I'm, <laughs> <lot's gone. laughs> I'm not a project you can take on. Okay. Um, the complete teardown. That was it. <laughs> and demo, just demo it. <laughs> uh, Next. So after Corridos, I got Metalcore, which is kind of expected. That's yeah. good. That's good. Um, and then my last one was uh, Lo-Fi Indie. Lo-Fi Indie? You guys, wouldn't, you guys would not have heard of it, but you know. Give me one band. <laughs> I dare you. Uh, so I think this is like all like the uh, like recent um, indie like post. Uh, what is it? Have you guys heard of uh, French Police or? Yes. No. Oh, okay. What about Depression Sonora? No. Zahara. No. Yeah. So these are all like. I low, know one out of three. Yeah. These are all good. like low, like alternative, like indie artists. These guys are still trending like under five thousand followers on Spotify. That's probably not true. Actually. No, they have more than that. Yeah, probably. Okay. Um, Where did it's just like, like it's just that you guys have never heard of them. Uh, what's that one we saw and they had like very low followers when I followed them on Spotify they were playing right next to um, Murder by Death it was that one person oh I can't, artist I can't think of the name I yeah, think that's so what like, over there oh yeah so like okay. yeah like the, oh never mind this person has, still has like 926,000 followers yeah but that, that person also just started off like they were brand new and they're okay. But they came from another band that was very popular yeah. there so, it was but it's not yeah, like, no, these are just like decent. indie artists that are just very low under the radar. Okay. Sounds cool. Hey, very nice sandwich there, sir. You fucked us all up with the corridos. None of us had that outside of English. Yeah, I am. I am, well, from Mexican heritage. That's pretty good. Cool. Like, That's I don't know. Cool. It's like... I mean, like, alternative metal has, like, Rammstein and Linderman in there. Yeah. So I got some German. Yeah, no, I have no German. Duh. I was like, uh, no. It's weird, like, um, it's funny because, like, I, growing up, I like as a kid, as a teenager, I was like, man, Mexican music is so cringy and so bad and blah 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 blah. And now that I'm older, it's like a weird nostalgic thing. It like, hits you or, in the brain different, huh? Yeah, like now I go back to it and listen. And I'm yeah. like, oh my god, this is good. This you is know, legit. Fire. You know who you want to listen to? Uh, what? Dioro. Oh, you're gonna like the way it hits your brain. It just it hits that nostalgic, uh, like Mex- uh, Spanish rock. But, like, way modern. It's really good. I'll shoot you some stuff. You'll like it. All right, all right. Yeah, dude, I really like our Spotify rap. We're also all over the place. <laughs> wait, what was your guys' uh, top late song? Oh, no. Top no, we're not getting there yet. We're, wait, no, we're, we're not, not getting there yet. We're going everywhere we want to go. Yeah. There is oh, no, no order. I'm, I'm literally going through the rap right okay, now on my phone. Joe could go through the rap. Yeah, okay, we're fine. We're going to jump to some other stuff. Or do you guys want to do top artists? Top artists? Well, Joe, did you even have artists? Yeah, Joe. I was gonna say like we oh the city oh, where we're gonna oh find our next plus one art where <laughs> no, we're gonna find future no. wife wait future wife and future ex wives yeah no, all right no, let's go no, no. all right so according to my Spotify rap it said Brian you're gonna find people with your similar music taste out in the city of Tempe Arizona Joe wait Arizona yeah okay well is there any other Tempe I mean I don't probably but I don't know uh, well mine looked like Arizona because it was right next to California. 
Uh, mine says uh, people are far more likely to be fans of Murder by Death, Rashad, and Fallout Boy. Where? Pittsburgh. Oh my God, Pittsburgh. That's East Coast, bro. Yeah. 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 All right, it's Joe. Like, okay. So I know where we can find you, old girl. Well, Joe, uh, I will be seeing you. I will be seeing Brian in Arizona, apparently, because I up? got put in Flagstaff. Dude, that's where everybody goes to party. What the fuck are you doing there? Uh, listening to Midwest Eagles. <laughs> 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 in the corner by yourself, watching everybody party. Dude, apparently. apparently that corner is going to be like, very packed. They're like, literally like, <laughs> fans, like Flagstaff, more people are there to be likely fans of modern baseball, Hot Mulligan. <laughs> they uh, didn't mention modern baseball. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Hot Mulligan and Panucci's Pizza. Dude, I'm dead. That's so funny. We'll be, in, so uh, we'll be in Arizona. Yeah. All right, me and Selo are going to Arizona, guys. Uh, dude, it's going to be a, yeah. it's going to be a party. Over I'll there. find a Midwest emo uh, gal over there. Joe, you'll be in the future, three hours ahead of us. Yep. So you know, just I think it's only two hours. Time. I don't think they're like in the three hour mark. It is a three hour mark. It is. Yeah. Oh. He should know. He's yeah. been there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> For work purposes, of course. But yeah, I, I found it funny because I'm like, I, li- I believe the, the bands they listed together. I'm like, they're all different genres. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, Murder by Death is like indie rock. Uh, Fall Out Boy, obviously pop punk. And then Rashad is like fucking country. That's, dude, that's all over the place. Yeah. All right. So what, 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 right. what do you want to talk about? What are we doing? We're doing top, we're doing top song? Or what you guys might be open up my Spotify rap on this podcast. So what? What are we doing next? Go. I'll go away. I mean, the next thing on there was a top song. Top song? Top song. Well, okay, all right. So my, right, so oh, you go first. One. You go first. Me? Yeah. Okay. So my top song for 2023 was a song called When I Talk from KX5, I think. I'm sorry. It went away. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, do you want to go first? Wait, oh, stop it. I mean, you're going to be fucking okay. hard for this one. Oh, okay. no. Okay, so hold on. Let me do it. Okay, mine was a, a song that had like three artists in it. It was Dead Mouse, Cascade, Elderbrook, and K5. So there was like a multi-collab of artists, which also messed me up on my Spotify rap. Oh. That was a song that I listened to the most. Joe? It wasn't, uh, what's it called, the cyberpunk song this time, huh? It wasn't! I'm oh, so sad! No. That, that, that was, was like, so good. Yeah. Dude, I saw that on one of my friends, a Spotify rap. Like, this year? I love it. This yeah. year? Oh. It was in his top five. I was like, hell yeah. You cried too this yeah, year, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah. 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 Oh, man. Alright, Joe, what was your top song? So, this is not my top song. What? Like I said, uh, one of my friends are in my car. I let them play whatever they want to play. Yeah, of course, bro. Yeah, of yeah, course. Cool story. In your car, cool story, bro. Yeah, Tell it again. In your yeah. car going to and from work. Yeah, of course, of course. Go on. When I drive, I listen to the podcast. Of course. Joe. Every day we're, we're, we're all believers here. Top song played was uh, Queen of Broken Hearts by Black Bear. Black Bear? What Dude, the that hell sounds is... like your artist. No. I... Oh, my God. He's white. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a bear? <laughs> and he's not... <laughs> Oh, but yeah, no, my friend would put that song on repeat and I would like just literally kill myself every time I had to drive anywhere. So, Joe, it's okay um, to sing. Sorry about that, yeah. Uh, it's okay to sing. Um, you should, I'm going to uh, teach you. Yeah. I'm going to give you this book that somebody, some famous person I wrote, though. And it's, it literally says, The Power of No. <laughs> Her name's Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> I hate Jennifer Lopez so much. Yeah, I was hoping Joe would catch it. It was Dude, from a How I Met Your Mother reference. <laughs> I was thinking the power of yes from the movie Yes Men. I know you are. I had to go opposite, dude. Opposite. All right, all right, I met all right. Your mother and you but yeah, but because of that, it also put him as one of my top five like artists. Oh my god, Joe was the one trying to like redo he his really like. He was top. trying to Photoshop his yeah. shit. 
I didn't try. I just didn't want to post it, but I'm like, you yeah. know what? Might as well. That's why I kind of called I'd that. never let anyone pick Dude, yeah. we already talked yeah. about this. Yeah. Like, we control. We're masters of our own yeah. destiny. Joe lets anybody else master his yeah. destiny. No bothers. No Dude, bothers given. Come on, man. Become master of your own D. <laughs> Come on, so. <laughs> so, your turn. All right, all right, all right, all right. So, so mine was uh, The Perfect Girl by Maru. The Perfect Girl by Maru? Maru. Maru, okay. You, you guys have never like, heard that song? Huh, no. Maybe. You can send it my way. Not at all. I'll check it out, dude. It is like It was like a, one of those like TikTok famous songs, um, and then like it just had a grasp on me alright so hold on that was your favorite song how many times did you play it though uh, it tells you oh no Joe no, how many times 92 92 Jesus Christ holy crap what, how much was yours I beat him 164 I think mine was only 19 times <laughs> and that was your top song damn bro you used to no, never ever play anything on repeat do you just like no I do not repeat that explains a lot I do. I do not listen to songs on repeat. Yeah, I'll be playing I, the same playlist. That's why. So that's why I got that robot. Like the thing. It's like I let the algorithm just like decide. Oh shit! No, I'm a shapeshifter. No, the algorithm, it gets me. No, the shapeshifter knows. I'll go hard on the artist. I'll let them burn out. Move, make room. No, for the next I one. do not. know. I'm yeah. always dude. That's why I did for Fall Out Boy. That's why they were my top artists. Like earlier this year, they were like my main guys, and I was like, cool. I'll play this album this day, this album this day. Like I would do an album a day because I am on the road like all day long because of work. Yeah. So I kill albums. I kill everything. That's why they, they the, the algorithm knew. Like Brian, you go through a week of Fall Out Boy. I'm like, yeah, because I go through an album every day of Fall Out Boy. Then I move on to the next artist and the next artist. So I know all the artists. I know all their albums. Just bad with names on songs. And stuff. I am really bad with names on songs nowadays yeah. as well. You know, I try. But yeah. There's only so much room in the brain. But you guys should check out the Perfect Girl Black Maroon. It's you know, a good song. you can put, throw it up in the throw it up in the chat. So right. I'll listen to it at least once for you. You know what you do? Put up a, uh, a not a real a story for each top song. Yeah, we can do that again. And then just like put it in the background. That, that way, you just play. Oh, the just play it in the in like our story. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was gonna create a post of all our of all of our top fives, so people could go see. No, but oh, he means like in the top five. Here's Solo's top five. Here's he means to like put up five. like a like in our story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like can do this. a story. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So screenshot, put it. I'll post it up. Oh, already screenshotting. Good job, bro. All right. Anything else we're not talking about Spotify? Wait, right? top five, top five, top five. Top five. Oh my god, top five. What? Top five artists. Yeah, top five artists. Top five artists. Let's do it. Artists or okay. I have top five here. Okay, it's the very, very last one. It's the last uh, slide. Wait, what is it? The top? Oh, that one. The okay. last slide. All right. All right, so here we go. My top artist for 2023 is Fall Out Boy, Cascade. Why am I not surprised with Fall Out Boy? You should never be You surprised. guys listen to two, not not too much, but you guys really listen to Fall Out Boy. Dude, I grew up with them. I bought their first album when it came out on something called a CD, something kids don't buy nowadays. A compact disc? A compact disc played on my boombox that had a cassette and a CD player. Damn. And it was blue. It was amazing. It was my favorite little item right. I got for Christmas. Right, anyway, so got- Fall Out Boy, Cascade, John Summit, Dance Gavin Dance, and Dead Mouse were my top five artists. Top five songs were When I Talk, which was my number one, obviously. Second one was Escape featuring Hala. Third one was Nobody Like You. Fourth one was Where You Are. And fifth one was Do It All Again. 52,000 minutes listened to on my Jeez. Go. Fall Out Boy number one. Go. Ghost See. number two. Ooh, go on. Palais Royale number three. Interesting. Uh, Black Bear got number four for my friend. Okay. And number five, Murder by Death. Cool. Now where are your top five songs? Uh, it's all the way at the end. God damn it. Bro, I told you it was the last night. You don't pay attention. You said top five artists. 
No, it was hand songs. Go. Uh, okay, so number one was a fucking Queen of Broken Heart song. Mm-hmm. Strangers by uh, Bring Me the Resin. Very good. Wow. Die for You by them as well. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Can You Feel My Broken Heart by Bring Me the Jesus Resin. Jesus Christ. Dude, Bring Me the Resin. This was like, yeah, this is like my angsty teenage <laughs> days. What is this? And then uh, Reverse by uh, Rashad. Nice. Dude, Bring Me the Resin. I saw them perform the follow by. Wait, we saw them yeah. perform. Yeah, what's up? Best part is, I had never heard of them or seen them before ever. You're that what? Time. You're welcome. What? That was my first time. Dude, Bring Me the Horizon is like They're huge. a staple, dude. They're yeah, a staple. they are yeah. a staple. Yeah, but like I've... He doesn't get out much. I, no, I, I flagged because I heard them randomly on the radio, mm-hmm. but I didn't know who it was. They never like said the name when they played. I'm like, okay. And then I got my new car and I stopped listening to the radio because I was able to pull my phone yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Everybody loves the radio. Alright, go. Cool. So, top five oh, artists. Uh, Alright, so top five artists, Modern Baseball, again. Oh. Um, I got them last year. Yeah. Um, Hot Mulligan. Okay. This one, uh, this year was my number two. Uh, that sounds like a dirty sex movie. It really does. <laughs> Come on. You should listen to Hot Mulligan. Uh, it's a great band. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, I think they just played with Blink not too long ago. Um, but my number three artist was Zeppelin Sonora. Um, His corridos. Go on. No, actually, that's uh, post-punk Spanish. Do you guys know what post-punk is? Uh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just like... Oh, I'm so old. Yeah. Go on. Uh, and then Tercer Elemento, and that's like corridos. Uh, I was close. I was on one. Um, and then my last one is uh, French Police, which is also like post-punk <coughs> indie. Interesting. Top five songs. Go. Oh, man. So, The Perfect Girl. Right. Uh, Tongue Tied. That's okay. by uh, Free Throw. Very nice. Um, Equip Sunglasses. That's by Hot Mulligan. Oh, uh-huh. um, Oh, man. I don't even know what number four is. I think you were in my something. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Oh, it literally just says, I think you were I dot yeah. dot. <laughs> <laughs> um, still Bummed. Um, and I think that's by Nouns. How many minutes you got? Uh, 21,962. Rookie numbers. So Only twenty one thousand. I did get that fifty two. Where are you at? Music. For minutes? Yeah. Is on the last slide? Yeah. Uh, seventy three thousand four hundred twenty seven. He beat me, dude. But dude, like no, like no lie. If we were to like, he just listens to Critical Role. Well, no, like my podcast was literally like fifty three thousand minutes. Yeah. Fifty three out of your seventy five, dude. Yeah. Joe, go back to music. No, the, literally, I tried that. I'm like, I'm gonna just cut back on the law podcast. As a friend, I am worried about you. <laughs> I, That's all I'll say. All right, so we're good with our Spotify reps. You guys happy with it? I mean, Joe, we we know you're not, but so are you proud of your uh, Spotify rep? Um, I'm kind of surprised. I feel like Modern Baseball has been like my top one for like the last two years, and now this is like three. So I feel like I need to listen to some new music. Sounds good, Joe. We'll get you back in the music realm. I'm going through right now, taking out podcasts, so I can start listening to a lot more music. You don't even have to take them out, bro. Just, you know, don't click on them. That's the problem. I, like, see them, and I want to start listening to them, and I, like, will go through and binge all of them, but with everything I have, like, added as a, on there, it is, like, literally, like... It's a disease. It's a lot. It's an addiction. You have an addiction. You have a problem. First step is admitting it. Oh no! I'm I'm admitting that I'm, right now I'm trying to fix the problem by going through and taking things off. <laughs> You're so bad. Anyway, back to our podcast that we're actually doing on here. Can we start talking about our subject show? Or can we still do that on this episode? I think we just yeah, spent, we, like, yeah, a we still talking about time like, the things like, that we watched. Spotify wrapped and what we're doing in life. And oh my god, we're about to hit the forty minute mark, Joe. And we haven't talked about a damn movie. You know, I did TV forget. Show. Whoa, uh, Brian, what were your top podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> that was a thing. 
That was a yeah. Did you not get that slide? Did you not get that slide? How far away is it? One, two, three, four, five. Wait, does, did, did Brian not get hold a Hold on, hold on. You better I didn't get the description for your like music listening choices, but he, he didn't get the top podcast. Yeah, you didn't get a top podcast? One, two, hang three, on. four. Hold on, I'm trying to count it. Hang on, hang on, One, hang on. Two, three, now four. we're going to talk about podcasts. All right, we're going to do it, we're going to do it. All right, here we go, here we go. For me, my top podcast was Fake Doctor's Real Friends with Zach and Donald, the two main characters from Scrubs. And that was, like, the top podcast for me. It didn't give me a top five. The other one... Wow, it did not give you a top five! It didn't give me a top five, but, you know, the second one would have been, you Wait, know, did I get Broken everything? Point of View podcast. So, did I? Um, I think I, you got everything. You got everything, dude. You have a mixture of both, so you're able to get all of it. Congrats. You have the heavy music listener, me. I'm you like, have the heavy podcast I am, guy, I am Ichigo. I, I have the hollow... Yes, and I have... <laughs> you know what? I'll let you have that this round. I'll let Should you I stop listening to my own podcast? <laughs> Dude, I, All right, I know my Joe, podcast number two. What were your your top five podcasts? Critical Role, number one. Number one was Critical Role. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, uh, hold on. Let me go back into the rap because I was like doing other shit right now. Uh, let's see. Shit, 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 shit. Sorry. <laughs> I have to go to the very end. It's, so Critical Role, number one. Uh, that was fun. Nope. I have to wait for the thing to play out. Sorry, guys. Jesus. Jesus. All right. All right. I will tell you. Can yeah. you do it? So my top podcast, number one, was Brothers of the Serpent. Interesting. Go on. Oh, wait. Did it not give me a top five for a fucking podcast? Wow. Did, I literally got everything. Somebody listens to podcasts and she would think they'd give them a top five. Well, Joe only listens to one podcast, apparently, and it's not a broken point of view. <laughs> Dude, I listen to it fucking at least, like, four times every episode. Oh, wait. No, here it is. Sorry. I went too far. Number one was Critical Role. Uh, last podcast on the left was number two. Uh, Your Mom's House, number three. Fake Doctor's Real Friends, number four. Two Bears, One Cave, number five. So, number one, Brothers of the Serpent. My number two podcast, Broken Point of View. You might have heard hey, of it. Hey, go Saul. We made it to his top five. <laughs> well, the problem is our podcast is once a week, every other week. These all are like multi-weekly. That's fine. That's fine. That's, That's fine. fine. Uh, on his own my number three is uh, Somewhere in the Skies. My number four is Subliminal Jihad. I'm on a couple government lists. It's all right. A couple? You're on all of them. Hey, did you know what? Saul is part of our fans that had us in their top five. Yeah. He's part of the 38 that had us in their top five this year from the Broken Point View podcast. And my last one is uh, that UFO podcast. Dude, you really are being watched by the government. You know what? <laughs> FBI agent. His name's Saul. You can leave Brian and Joe alone, which are not our real government names. That's <laughs> why. Megan. I'm on a couple <laughs> lists. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> He's proud of it. All right. So, can we get to the show? Because we got three great topics to talk about, and I'm excited. Eh, I like two. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, so okay. guess what? We're, we're going to be talking about three different uh, movies and series. First one being The Hunger Games, the song of the oh, man, Ballad of Snake. <laughs> Ballad of Snake and Fire? Or yes. That one. The dance-off of... Uh, <laughs> the dance-off. You mean the spin-off, the prequel to The Hunger Games, yes. right? The prequel. And then we got... Uh, Doctor Who. Doctor Who yeah. special on Disney+. Plus With David Tennant, the yeah. first two episodes of the three that he's going to be a part of. Right, Woo. right. And finally, today. Scott Pilgrim versus at the end or everything? No, I it's... Uh, Scott the Pilgrim w- takes off. Yes. Takes off, that's what it was. Scott Pilgrim takes off on Netflix. Yes. Right. So we got, we got one movie in theaters and then two on streaming services. So, Saul, a little hate on The Hunger Games because I heard you didn't watch it. I did not. And Saul's so like back. I like how he has 
hate for it, but he hasn't watched it, so he has no reason to no, hate it. No, actually don't hate it. So why didn't you watch it? Because I don't care about it. <laughs> well, Joe, straight to the point. I like what you did there. Um, I actually don't really care about this franchise, and I heard it was a good movie, though. It was. Like, I've watched all the Hunger Games. I love Jennifer Lawrence and how that became, like, her movie and her really breakout role. But when they announced this movie, I was like, what the hell are they going to talk about? And then they tell you, you're going to look at young Snow. Mm-hmm. What his upbringing was, why did he become the man he was against Jennifer Lawrence and the whole freaking movies. And, you know, he had a love interest. And I was like, who's his love interest in this film? And they show you, it was one of the fucking tributes. So it's like, back in the day, if Snow and Jennifer Lawrence, they could have been lovers in a different timeline because he fell in love with his own tribute. From his own, from a district, of course, but there's so much more to this movie than that. So no, there's a lot more. This this literally is them showing you the Hunger Games, how it became to be at that time, because at this at this point in time, it wasn't a spectacle. It was literally just a threat. It was literally just there as a threat to the district, saying like, "Don't try to overthrow the government, or otherwise we'll fucking murder everybody." And it was so cool because it was so old, like back in the day, right? Like they were using tube televisions, yeah, and. They're barely discovering drone type of like machinery. They're literally becoming their into their own in terms of technology. Like it wasn't quite where we see it in the Hunger Games with Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, it was just so advanced and like futuristic. They literally went backwards and were like, "Hey, we're gonna put this like it was in a, like a war era." It's post world. Post world war era. era. Yeah, it was really cool. I liked I liked the time era that they put themselves in. That was really like interesting. You know what it reminded me of, and I know why I liked it. It reminded me a little bit of Fallout. Okay, yeah. It reminded me of Fallout because of like the televisions they were using, the, the but the technology they were trying to perfect, like drones, but then how they were trying to kill their own like people. They were super advanced where they were using like chemical warfare, they were using animals, reptiles, and all this other stuff. It was so advanced but so so prehistoric technology wise too. Yeah. Because like they were doing biological uh, gene splicing. Yeah. Like, they're creating the Mockingjays that we see in the later on in the future movies. Yeah, they were creating the bird that was starting the whole series that was helping them really impact the games. Because those birds were genetically mutated. They're genetically designed to is. pretty much be recording. So that way they can figure out and, like, spy on uh, the other districts and spy on their enemies. So, picture this. You're at a park and you got pigeons everywhere. All the pigeons are recording you. And then they go fly off somewhere, and they're speaking out what they heard at the park that God, day. That reminds me of that meme that birds birds aren't real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I kind of believe it. I found this bird one time with a like a metal bracelet on its leg. I was like, "What the hell are you doing on my car?" And as soon as I said that, it started scratching my car with its talons. I was pretty pissed. Do you do you uh, not know what those are? I don't know. I took a picture of it though. So um, people who raise pigeons and like actually like uh, uh, race them. Yeah. They will put a band on the ankle so that way they can identify their own birds. Oh, wow. Yeah, they also, when they raise the pigeons, they'll literally take the pigeon to a specific location. They'll release it, and the pigeon has so much time to get fly back to its own coop. So if I would have captured that pigeon and locked it away because I thought it was a robot, but from the government, I would have fucked up somebody's time. No, yeah. it's definitely government. Yeah, right. It's definitely somebody's government, dude. My uncle raised pigeons. Like, he had those tags on all his birds. Like, he had, like, 200 pigeons. Dude. His uncle works for the government. What was he, the guy from Hey Arnold? Was he the guy from John Wick? No, he just, um... What the fuck was that noise? His keys. It sounded like you farted. 
It's only a whiff fart. Like a metallic. Oh, that was metallic. a metallic that was sound. A metallic it's only a whiff fart to me from my side. You know, like, he's a little bit across from the table, so it's okay with that. You know, anyway, anyway, back on to the Hunger Games. Keep going, Joe. Oh, but yeah, so like literally we're seeing like um, them design and build the Hunger Games to be what it is. And it's largely and partially responsible because of Snow. He's the one like, hey, like if we were allowed, like the people watching, if we want to get them to watch, like if we allowed them to bet on this thing, you know, just bet a few laws to allow that to happen, people will start watching it for sure more often. And if we actually have them like talk to the camera and be more of a presence, like people yeah. will actually care about that. Every sports game ever. Yes. Exactly. He was basically the 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 mastermind and giving the ideas to the current game master who was creating the games on how to make it where they kill each other and all stuff. He started telling uh, he started like he wrote all these ideas down and he submitted it to the to the lady in charge and it was funny because she like called up him and her and his partner and the partner tried to take credit for his work and made her reach for the note that he turned in which was in a pit of snakes and she literally goes like if they recognize your sense yeah nothing to worry about for example if your hands were all over this paperwork that was turned in you have nothing to worry about because they have your scent. And so she, like, tried to reach in, all in poisonous. They let this woman kill this little girl. Yep, all because the little girl lied that, oh, yeah, those are my ideas. Okay, so if that's your paper, then go ahead and get it. And she was like, okay. I was like, yeah, sign your own death wish with that one. So, yeah, Snow, freaking little genius back in the day, really curated how the games were going to be impacted in the future, and it's revealed in the regular Hunger Games uh, to the point where he lets, you know, the higher-ups in the world even donate to the tributes to be like oh if I donate you this much money you could summon supplies from your um, your your mentor because yeah. it was a mentor that was mentoring the tributes to help them win and it wasn't even to help them win it was to help them think they could win it was the ultimate mind fuck like literally their job was to make it feel like they were trying to help them win but the whole thing was we need you to make it so that way people want to watch this because the government's trying to force people to watch it so that way they can instill fear in everyone yeah it was wild because you know he gets a tribute he likes to look tribute she has she sings and that's what brings up her she has a, she's the songbird they nickname her and she does really well because he's influencing her he's helping her he's even breaking rules to help her out and in the end like it gets sticky because he's like so much into her that he's willing to lose his title lose where he's at to go with her and run away run away from it all even though he helped like impact the games and make it go to a new uh style level and more dangerous he was all like hey if we do this let's do this and it becomes more dangerous whatever and in the end this will gives it all up he cheated they caught him and oh my god the guy from game of thrones ends up being like one of the original creators of the games and Here was, glitch. yes and he was the he was the, the co-creator of the games and the other co-creator was Snow's dad. And that's the bombshell of the film. Well, not only that, but we also find out that Peter Dinklage's character was the one who actually designed and created the like, he like pretty much what happened with Snow, where he was like made up the the plans and all that stuff and someone else would put the name on it. Yeah. That was what Snow's dad did. Like he had nothing to do with it. Peter Dinklage created, designed, wrote the the products for when he was drunk as fuck one night. Snow's dad came in, took the paper, put his name on there turn in for both of them so he can rise up as and like have credit yeah and then Peter goes I was so distraught when the first girl died I tried to overdose on morphine yep and that fool ever since was addicted to morphine every time he would find a vial he'd chug it I was like wow chugging morphine okay that's a that's a that's a thing and to the point where like almost to the end of the film 
the snow character finds him and it's like here's this chest or whatever that had all his dad's belongings no his friends oh his friends belongings and it had vials of morphine and the guy sees it he's like okay and they have this like whole dispute and snow leaves leaves him with that morphine the guy sure enough drinks one of the morphines poisoned poisoned dies snow fucking killed the own the co-creator of the creator of the games behind the scenes and now has officially put himself in a position to become the main guy so speaking of Peter Dinklage do you see that meme about him which one uh, there's one where it shows Peter Dinklage from X-Men First Class and one from Game of Thrones or Hunger Games and it says why does Peter Dinklage have it out for Jennifer Lawrence <laughs> <laughs> I remember that one I saw that one I'm just glad he's getting roles still because it's so hard to cast someone you know like him of his stature yeah uh, so to speak uh, quick uh, trivia question do you guys know the budget for this movie Ooh, yes. Without looking they, it up? Yes, it was $100 million Yes, it was. For this budget, and they made $200 million. They did. They this doubled their money. was actually incredibly successful. And yet, so still didn't watch it. Yeah. <sighs> I, you know me. I hate prequels. I really Yeah. Hate Joe hates prequels. I He's like, nobody's going to die. No, no. Not that no one's going to die. You know the outcome of it because of, the, of what happens in the future movies. Yeah, there's other this, prequels you love. But you would say that this is a successful prequel. I do, actually, because like this one takes place so far back. Even though we know that Snow is your main character, we know that he's going to live no matter what, you have so many other characters that you actually care about, and you wonder like what's going to happen to them. They make you care about all these other characters. Interesting. Such as Lucy Gray, uh-huh. the songbird. And like we know, we do, is she going to actually live as part of the Hunger Games? That was the only like, like puzzling the whole film, is does she make it out of life? And then, did you catch the little Easter eggs of the film where they were like, oh, yeah, that plant over there is called Katniss? Yeah. And then I was like, what? And then the birds were Mockingjays? Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, there's the foreshadowing of Mockingjay and Katniss, which was her name. I have a question for you, gentlemen. Go for it. Do you guys consider this a more successful revitalization of a franchise as opposed to Harry Potter and the, uh, what's it called? The, the Cursed Child? No. Because it's called Beast and Where to Find Yes. It. This has done so much more more well. This has done so much better than that. I actually enjoy this more than the original th- trilogy. Wait, what? I, the Hunger Games, the first three? Yeah. I enjoy this movie better than those. Wow. wow. It's a, you hate prequels. No, but this is like this is this is exactly the point that I wanted to like run across. Like, what what do you guys think? What's the problem with yeah. uh, magical? Mythical Beast and Beast. Yeah. No, no, I'm over here. Like, why you we'll like the prequel we'll, we'll, of we'll uh, get to that. Hunger we'll, Games? We're going to get original. to that. We're going to touch that. No, we're not going to talk about that one. I want this one. What? Well, I'll touch base on both. Okay. Okay. Start with the whole yeah, Hunger yeah, yeah. Games. I'm kind of thrown off by that. I saw the original 300 games back in the day. Okay. I honestly was kind of bored by the last two. I enjoyed the first one. Of course. Nice. Groundbreaking yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Second one was kind of meh for me, whatever. That was where they were building the characters and trying to make you fall in love with what they were trying to do. Go they are literally trying to force feed you the love story. Yeah, yeah, and that yeah. bored me. Okay. Third one was completely fucking everywhere and it was not, it was so poorly done. I didn't like trying it Trying to tie up all the loose ends. Well, not only that, out. but they're trying to force in this fucking revolutionary army thing in the last yeah. minute and like, there's no build to the revolution. Like, it's always like just suddenly pushed forward. Okay. And that right there was like to me was very just poorly done and poorly executed because the books did it so much better and I did not enjoy those last two movies at all. Wait, you read the books? Yes. Never you mind. read the that books? Explains it. That that that. Uh, no, it. I, I actually agree with uh, Joe. Like, I think I've only seen like one or two of the movies, and I was like, well, this is like a very meh franchise. And even with the first one, I wasn't exactly, like, sold on it. The first one for me was, like, a solid eight. It was okay. Yeah, it, it was, was okay. It was yeah. decent. It wasn't, like, amazing to me. 
and my mom wanted to go see them, and she was all about the book, so she had me read them because she wanted me to, you know, yeah. have something to do with her. I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't read the books on this one. I read the Harry Potter books, so yeah. I'm a little more acquainted with that, but I didn't read this, and watching it, it's like, yeah, it was like off the heels of Twilight, right? Like, it came out after Twilight, the movies. Uh, I think this was happening, like, around the same time the third Twilight movie was yeah. coming out. So to me, this was like, these are, in my, at the time, I could be wrong, these are like girl movies, you know? Oh, no, these are definitely geared towards tween girls. Yeah, so nothing there for me, really. Even the first one, like you said, it was like a eight at the best, yeah. right? Um, and knowing your taste, you probably like saw it and like, eh, six and a half, seven. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I mean, you're not wrong. Like, personally, I got nothing from these movies, yeah. right? It wasn't aimed at me. You know, I'm not the audience for it. So that's one of the things. Like, this is not a franchise where I was like, I had any game in. Uh, I did watch all the Twilight movies because at the time I was in a relationship and that's what they wanted to do. Um, Almost the same thing happened with me. Yeah, but you know, going back on it, like, the Twilight movies are cringe, but they're fun to watch now. Like, as cringe. Go home. <laughs> First of all, okay, you don't understand at all. You don't understand. You should watch them again. I don't want to. Okay. Oh, anyway. I don't want to see it walk the disco ball. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop, stop, stop. Let's not go down that Twilight. Okay, let's not no. go down the Twilight. Okay, so I got I got your beef with the Hunger Games. You read the books. You saw the trilogy. You saw more in the books than you did in the films. I get that. You sound like every Harry Potter fan out there that loved the books more than they liked the films. And now I'm going to piggyback into Zell's point. Where did the Harry Potter mythical beasts and where to find them fail for the Harry Potter franchise as their prequel where they did try to make you fall in love with characters and uh, that Edward Newton guy was the main one? Uh, Salamander guy? Yeah, uh, that's Commander. That one. So, New Scamander. What, what, what was your beef with that one? The first one was okay, but they really dragged it out a lot, I feel like. Right? Well, I think that's the problem right there. Not many movies should be doing um, how it's called trilogies of prequels yeah I think that's a big fault Star Wars did it and it did not work well for them hence why everybody hates the Phantom Menace and those prequels uh you know okay Star Wars is a Star Wars yeah Star Wars is a let's not let's not touch Star Wars because that are they not based off of books sir no no they're not the prequels they're not no which ones are based off of the books None of them there's are. none. None I of them. That they're finally touching on the extended universe. No, I mean they they like borrow parts from it now, it, but none of its books. Mm-hmm. No. All right, and that explains Star Wars more. <laughs> <laughs> no, the issue with the Fantastic Beasts and where to find them, honestly, for me, ah, Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. Yeah. We knew the name the whole time. Uh, for me, the issue was uh, not so much the character building; it was their choice in terms of how to pace their storyline. Yeah. Because in the first movie, it's paced okay. But the problem is, like, your villain has nothing to do with the actual overall storyline. They're just literally like, oh, he's going to be an issue later on that we got to deal with. And then they try to bring in another villain at the very end. Who is linked to, uh, not Gryffindor, uh... Slytherin. No, not linked to Slytherin. Hufflepuff. Ravenclaw. No, the bad guys. The The bad guys linked to... No, no, the bad guys. That keep... He is linked to the headmaster. What's his fucking name? Snape. Headmaster, goddammit. What movie are we talking Dumbledore. about? Dumbledore. Oh my Dumbledore, god. Jesus. Ryan. Okay, I understand. You listed everything but. I know, I was like, I said headmaster like three times. You said evil. No, I didn't. He did say evil. He, he did, right? Thank I you. literally said the bad, your main bad guy is linked to. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, there it is. But we also don't get Dumbledore at all. We don't get him until the second movie. Right, I was gonna say. On top of that, there is all this other bullshit going on in the backgrounds of everything happening with the Harry Potter series, mainly with J.K. Rowling. 
Yes. Let's not talk about that. We're not going to, but that bullshit's all going down. Yep. That's causing drama for the movies itself to begin with. But the other problem that is there is um you have a villain who is not fleshed out. You also have all this drama happening in the background, which is delaying your movies from happening mainly with Johnny Depp. Oh, uh, that too. Wasn't it as, uh, the Urza Miller also that, impacted? That was also starting to happen yeah. towards the second movie. Yeah. You literally have all these issues, so they, they have to like, rewrite the second movie so much so that they have to minimize the use of these characters. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, those, that's another yeah. that impacted those prequels. It did, it did. There was a yeah. lot of shit in the background that ruined it, but the biggest thing happened to be was like their first movie had nothing to do with your overall villain. There was always rumors and hints and people whispering about him, but you never really get to the point of actually dealing with him until the very, very end. And in the second movie, when you're supposed to be dealing with him, he's gone. It's true. Oh, we because had, of the drama. Yeah. yeah, we have to recast, and we have to deal with the fact that, okay, now it's something else, and we had Johnny Depp doing this weird fucking accent and talking <laughs> very low. So, yep. I have a follow-up question. We have answers. Broken. This is the movie, the the Hunger Games movie. Yes, made a lot of profit, right? Yeah, double. And talking about like they always do trilogies, right? Like, would you want to see a continuation of this? I would not want a trilogy. I would not. I would like one more movie where we see him come to become president. Oh, because he becomes game master, and that leads to him becoming president. Ryan, thoughts? He's right. I would. That's so okay. So I I know where Joe's going. If you're gonna give me a prequel, give me a prequel with a purpose, right? The first prequel of this of this series, who knows? We don't know. We don't know anything. Um, you gave us a prequel where Snow gets introduced of where his upcomings were and how he became a game master, right? Because he, he is literally dirt under, poor. Yeah, he's dirt poor. He's coming from nothing, but because he made such an impact, he was so pivotal. The game master was like, "Yo, I want you to come," because at one point in the film, they were like, "Hey." You're too smart to be an infantry unit. We're going to make you a general. Well, no, no, home. You're like jumping past a lot of shit. I know. I do it on purpose. I know. So he literally broke with the rules of the Hunger Games, and they sentenced him to a fate worse than death. They made him a fucking infantry grunt and placed him in the boonies of the districts. And he requested to be in the 12th district to be closer to the his character. character. So finally, at the very end, like he is able to be like, hey, like you're too smart, and like, we like you a lot. We're going to move you into District 2 so that way you can become an officer. So you want to move up with the ranks of the military. The game master's like, hey, nah, you hooked me up. You took care of everything. You made it so we get the games back. I want you. I want you to work for me. And we're going to bring the games to become bigger and better than ever. So he's going to become the junior game master. For the next movie, I want him to take over as game master. And we see him playing the political chess game of becoming president. Which would be fun to watch. Yeah. Because this whole movie, it shows the games, but it's not focusing on the games itself. We've seen a lot of the background stuff, which was actually really fun to see. And if we actually get more of that, where it's like the little the political chess game of him t- trying to take out his own competitors to become president, and like we trying to see him fuck them up through the games themselves, I think it would be a great thing. Yeah, just like how we saw here, he took out his competition and to be a game master. Do you think that movie would be financially successful? I think so. Following the trail of this, and they actually do a good job of actually giving us a good story. Mm-hmm. I think it can be really well. So do you, so you're basically saying that this franchise is still alive. I think they revitalized it. I think it was dead, and that this actually brought it back because it's been like what? How many years since the last movie? Oh Jesus! Jesus. Probably at least a little, like twelve. I know it was before COVID. 
Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's been like 12 years now, and like there was no talks about anything, and this literally like brought back interest into the series. No, I agree with you, Joe. Like this has completely revitalized a dead franchise. Yeah. In a way that, for example, the um, movie we were just watching, Good Burger uh, Two, did not do. <laughs> you actually brought it into the podcast. Um, well, well, let's talk about that. Like, I don't want to. No, no, not specifically <laughs> that movie, but. For example, there's been a lot of efforts to uh, revitalize franchises. The Matrix. Yeah. Okay. Um, well I watched that. I did too. Yeah, that was god awful. So fucking bad. Um, so and it's not the only franchise. That no, they do everything. The biggest uh, reason is like they don't want to have to buy a new IP. They want right. to work with existing IP. Or, and I get that, right? So we were watching clips of Good Burger, which I thought was god awful. Yeah, yeah, god awful. Um, this seems to have worked. Where others, so many others, have completely failed. Why do you think that is? Uh, they did a great job of giving you actually a good story. The storyline there was completely well thought out, and they actually did a good job of giving you enough time with each character to make you care about them. Even some of the game contestants who you don't spend a lot of time with, like you kind of like get these moments like, oh my god, I, I don't want to see them die. But there's like a little girl who has Down syndrome who's one of the contestants. But my question to you is, like, what are these other franchises doing wrong? They are literally banking on the name of it, and they're not really thinking about the overall story and how to please the fans. The Matrix, that was god-awful because that storyline was not thought out properly. That was so fucking horribly written. Yeah. It was pieced together very quickly, and it was really done in terms of just, like, people know The Matrix. People want to see more of this. If we just put the name of The Matrix on it and put Keanu Reeves back in there, people are going to come see it. And they did. People did go back to see it. Everyone hated it. Yeah, I fucking hated it. One of the most disappointing things I've ever seen. I would wa- rather watch Fantastic Four with Michael B. Jordan than watch that. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. And that is like where but it it's comes like, down. But is that like a time thing or like what? It, it is not a time thing. It is literally a money thing. These companies are thinking, I want to make this bank now. I will just... Throw money at whoever I think is going to ride the fastest. But how did that, like, do you really think that that process was a lot different in this case? You really think they gave them years to work on this script? I think they had more time, and I don't think they were looking to come at somebody with the IP saying, like, hey, we want you to make this movie for us. I think someone who knew. Approach them. I just want to approach them. So they had something planned out already. Interesting. See, that that is interesting so you're you in your belief you think that someone had this like idea ready and they they approached the studio Possibly. and sold it to them I believe so because this is a well thought out movie this is actually yeah like, they literally sat here and like thought of the characters and how yeah. they approached how they would come from A to B they sat down and like mapped everything out they thought of everything they gave you little little needle drops of like moments from the future movies to come up they gave you like little hints of like Oh, this is something that you're going to see later on if you keep watching the series kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so they thought it through. They didn't just go like, Hunger Games, a bunch of people killing each other, yes. and they banked on people going to go see it because of that reason. Yeah. They sat there, and I guarantee you if someone did, like, because they enjoyed the first trilogy and they wanted to write their own and make something that, of their own for it, they probably took two or three years to write it out. And then they came to the studio and said, hey, I have this idea presented the, the spec script of what they had probably like probably like 80 pages of a script yeah and this is my plan right here I can flush it out and give you about 120 pages we can shoot this and have it done for this much money what do you think Brian? 
I'm trying to see who the writers were to see if there's any yeah, correlation like, from I, the original I, Hunger Games to this one. I think that your the way you're explaining things is like in a perfect world. I think that that would have been optimal. Yeah. Me as a cynic, I think that the studio got lucky. Wait, you as a what? As a cynic. I know. I just wanted to hear. No, it's uh, I. I think that they offered. So there's like, a very good chance they did get lucky. Yeah. No, I. I honestly think that they offered some like writers like, hey, let's make you know what? Let's make a Hunger Games movie, and then everyone's like, what? What? And I think that they just got really lucky with the writing team. Um, that's a possibility. I mean, I'm not gonna lie; that is a huge possibility. Because like that's just been the the case, and all of, we were talking about all these like trying to revitalize franchises, and that has always been the case. Never once has a have I seen it be otherwise. The studio always comes first, like with the Wachowski sisters. Now, um, they were like, "Hey, WB was literally like, we're making a Matrix movie with or without you." And one of them said, I don't want to do this. No, I know. And that's why. But they're like, we're going to do this with or without you. So one of them was like, I'll make Yeah, it. yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they cashed in. Um, but they were going to do it with or without them. That's yeah. the thing. They approached them. Yeah. And I and I feel like that's, it has been the case that way with every studio so far. Because you're right. They're afraid to take risks and all these things. So I think that's exactly what happened with this franchise. But they just got really lucky. That is also a possibility. I like to hope that it was someone's like just child. Like, I, they put it together and they brought it forward, and I, that's what I, I hope that's what it is. Because I mean, like there are people out there who are writing space scripts for stuff they don't own, and they're just hoping that they can come out and make the movie they want yeah. to make. All right, boys. Final ratings on Hunger Games. I give it an eight. I'm gonna go eight and a half. Right. Yeah, I mean, like I said, solid story. I am very curious if they're going to do part two. If they do, I would actually want to go see it. Yeah. I would recommend this to people, especially if they enjoy the first trilogy. I would recommend them seeing this. And mind you guys, for all you listening, besides Joe and Brian, I have heard nothing but great things about this movie. So I would probably recommend it. Though I haven't watched it. I was going to say, he heard, he knows, didn't watch. It makes no uh, sense. That's make me. it make sense. Brian, that's me. <laughs> that's literally me. I know. I want the world to make it make sense of you. But anyway, you know, <laughs> uh, it's what you said, Joe. Good story, good characters, make you love them. Uh, they avoided your loophole of what you hate about prequels. Why give me characters if I know they're all going to live? Because in this series, not everybody lives. No. And that always gives you a nice little uh, entertainment value. I literally thought Lucy was going to like live and she was going to become his wife that we Dude, see later on. I literally thought that too. But then, you know, I think she's... I, I want to say she has some tie to uh, Jennifer Lawrence's character. I just couldn't put it together. So if you know something or don't, we could talk about it offline. But because she mentioned the Katniss and stuff and that was... Her character's name was Katniss in yeah. Hunger Games. So I want to see where does that dot connect because I couldn't connect it watching just There's not anything that I can tell that connects it that I know But of. she took off and I think they had sex. There's a possibility. So I mean, like they did sleep together. And I think she ran away because she was pregnant. Oh. Yeah. So I, I think that, that is the case. I do believe... That's why it would get me for the sequel of the prequel because she's going to be pregnant mm. and I think that could also be part of the whole Yeah, plot. that would be a good tie-in. It yeah, could but, be grandchild kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, oh yeah, we didn't name... Middle name's Katniss. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Yeah. That or is she um, P- uh, Peter's um, grandmother? Fuck. That'd be good, too. Yeah, no. So, see, there, there was little things like that where they left it kind of open for a prequel sequel. Uh, but is right. it enough to try and make money? Who knows? I didn't expect this one to make money, to be honest. It made a good it, amount of money. It was good. It was so. a good watch. All right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Joe, we are kind of an hour and 11 minutes in. Do you think we could take a potty break? 
Yes, we certainly can. We'll be right back. <laughs> we'll, take right a potty, we'll take a potty break for Brian. Cool, thanks, guys. <laughs> yes, yes. Play me my dances, too. <laughs> Really? I thought they would diminish as I was getting He older. was bit by a radioactive spider. <laughs> no. Don't blow in my face. I know, I was like, I should go back to your face with this guy. I should go back. It's really to Joe. And I get it. He's got a very rollable face. <laughs> he really does. It's, it's all the, the hair. Beard. It's, it's the beard. beard. I just like, get it in the beard. That's all I do. Oh my god. Get it in the beard. Dude, not even gonna lie, I'm afraid I was gonna look when I go to Vegas. Huh? I'm afraid I was gonna look when I go to Vegas. Why? Why? Second June, dude. Why? Not gonna shave until Vegas. Why? Hey, you've trimmed it. I, I only cleaned it up. I didn't trim it. Just trim it. Just keep it clean. Just I was gonna. All I'm gonna do is like clean it up, but it's gonna be like down to you here. Know what? Can you at least trim the sides down? Because I think that's making it look more homeless. That's what it is. But when I go to the barber, they trim this right here. They line it yeah. up. Yeah. They Why don't you just? Can you just go to yourself? Yeah, just go to the barber before you go to Vegas. Well, no, I'm going to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, can you go to the yeah. barber every month before Vegas? Actually, he's not wrong. You should. <laughs> As a friend. On that note, welcome back to the broadcast. <laughs> no, you didn't. Oh, oh shit, he did record it. Fuck. All right, all right, As a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a friend. As a friend. No, the goal is once a month to get a haircut, if not twice a month. No, but well, also while you're getting just, it. Like, trim your yeah. beard down the sides. Yeah, well, Let the length go, but sides down. You know, they can fix up your beard, right? No, I know. It's like 45 bucks for me to do everything. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, no, you should have seen this before when we had our steak dinner. He had his, like, he had his, like, Viking look going on. I was like, Joe, that works for you, my friend. The Viking look. That's what works for Joe. Yeah, but it's a little unkempt now. Yeah, I know. I just woke up a little while ago. As a friend. friend. (laughs) (laughs) You know, to be fair, I just took a shower like two hours ago. To be fair. To be fair, fair, we're back. That was a great break, boys. What was our next topic? Great potty time. Great potty time for Brian. Yeah, Um, thank you. It was a number one, in case anybody was wondering. It was a three. It was pretty. What was it? Our next podcast episode. Doctor Who. Ooh, which Ooh. one? Both. No, which who? Uh, well, this is Tenet, taking place after... Um, Number 11. Is it Fisher? No. I have no clue. I actually did no, not follow... Whitaker. Whitaker. No, it was a girl. Yeah, Whitaker. that's Whitaker. I'm bad with names, boys. I know. Okay, all I remember Capaldi is... Capaldi was one before her. Again, I'm bad with names, boys. <laughs> all I know is what he said, which was super pivotal in the first episode. He's like... I know there was the guy and there was a girl and now there's me. I was like, oh, this was just talking about his reanimations. Are Wait, are you a Doctor Who guy? I've watched, binged it. I've binged it once, but that was it. Which one did you binge? Like, all of what them. you? So you know what? What doctors? All of them. So, so you've, you've seen, seen Jodie Whittaker? Yeah, I'm just bad with names. I can tell you the doctors by their faces. I can't tell you by their names. I can tell there was the old guy. I can tell you there was Caldy. David Tennant. I can tell you there was the other one who's not David Tennant, but is funny. Matt Smith. I can tell you that there's the girl that was the first time ever. That's uh, Jodie Whittaker. And, and then, then before that was Eggleston. And then there was the very, very first one who had a British accent. Yeah, that, they all have a well, British... Well, no, he was the first one. He was the first That doctor. would be Eggleston. Eggleston. Okay. And then there was a second doctor that wasn't as funny, but it looked kind of sinister. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't like the way he looked. He looked very anti-doctor. That's Capaldi, I think. Still Capaldi? Capaldi's the old guy. No, but second doctor. That's Tennant. It went Eccleston, Tennant, Smith. But they went to Tennant twice, didn't they? 
Or who did they go to twice? Because he was two doctors. Only Tennant. Tennant's the only one who's come back multiple times. That was the one who confused me. Okay, so yeah, that means Who also that. played a bad guy in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, he did. Okay. Also, Eccleston did too. He did. Yeah. I forgot also, about that. Did Tennant also play a bad guy in Harry Potter? He did. Yeah, he was, uh, what's his name? Uh, no, Tennant did. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was uh, the shapeshifter guy he who plays played a lot Mad of Moody. bad guys. He does. he does it really well. Isn't he a bad guy in Game of Thrones? The House no, of Dragons? Is he? No, he's no. Well, that's Matt Smith. There. That's Matt Smith. That's Matt Smith. Doctors are playing bad guys. That's yeah. all I'm trying to make a point yeah. right now. And, again, and Matt Smith here. was also in Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was. Yeah, he was also in Tran- uh, Terminator. Oh Jesus. my god. No, but he was the best part in Morbius, the dance scene. <laughs> oh my god. You guys, you guys. Anyway. All right, all right, all right. Back to this uh, Doctor Who special that fucking Saul dropped on us saying, hey guys, we should watch the Doctor Who special. I, dude, I've been loving this. No, like, but you were like, hey, let's watch it. Three episodes, Saul. So there's only one. Oh, well, it's going to be three. Well, no, no. He said there's only one. I'm like, it's supposed to be three, though. No, I no. said there was only one because I put it up on, on the chat. I was yeah. like, hey, okay, you guys want to do this Doctor Who 3 special? I only find one episode. And so I was like, yeah, there's only one. But I was saying there's supposed to be three. Yeah, he said there was supposed to be no, three. No, I was saying there was supposed to be three. Okay, so yeah, so I'm like, what the hell? How are we going to talk about this series? Well, there's like, it's two hours now. Bro, we've seen a lot more shit for less than that. <laughs> uh, no, we've seen a lot more stuff with less hours. Yeah. So definitely. that's what I'm saying. This is what we're talking about. All right, whatever. For these Doctor Who fans out there, I hope you appreciate this thing. No, they're, they're called Whovians. Yeah. yeah, they're called Whovians. We're eating well again for the first time in a, in, long in time. a very long time. I think we heard who the next Doctor is going to be before we heard about this special. Yeah. To be fair. And to be honestly, fair. like, I was Am I right? Am I right? So, yeah. yeah. We heard about the next Doctor yeah. before we heard about this special. This special, to me, came out of nowhere. I saw no, 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 it come out of nowhere. How did it come out? Where, where was this talked about? They announced it. Yeah, they announced it. Yeah, before or after they announced the next doctor. They announced the next doctor. Then they announced that because uh, I think at that point when they announced the next doctor, Joey Whitaker had one more episode to release, and that's when we found out she became Tenet again. Oh, that was the twist at the end. I yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit, I remember. Okay, so, so I just want. You know what's fucked up? He's seen more Doctor Who than I have because he's seen more Doctor Who than I have, and yet he cares about it less. Yes, that is so weird. Okay, so I'm going to give you guys a little secret right now. I only started watching Doctor Who because of my cousin who married her husband, who was a Whovian, and he was the one that brought me into the Whovian Dude, realm. Doctor and that Who's was like, great. That was about 13 years ago because that's how long. Look, let me, let, me, let, me, let me give you a little backstory. I was a Whovian back when I was still working at GameStop. Do you remember that? I do. Do you know what's funny? Christ. We were probably selling the DVDs yeah. at that point. No, no, no. When I went to the ta- went to their store, they listed all their iPods as Doctor Who characters. No, that's how they f- distinguished their iPod selection based on Doctor Who characters. Oh, this one iPod's called Dalek. This one's called Cyberman. This one's called fucking Tenant. This one's called fucking Smith. And they literally list them off like that. And I'm, I'm like, Dad. I went in not knowing much about Doctor Who. I'm like, what the fuck is all this? <laughs> and this motherfucker must not be a Whovian. No, you yeah. said that. Yeah, he gave me shit. <laughs> uh, I'm so glad you weren't my salesman. Oh, uh, you, you're better off. Hit your yeah, you went away with your so hard. No, I was like, uh, you're a joke. Yeah, no, I was uh, I was kind of a prick uh, back in the day. Kind of was a prick. <laughs> was. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> well, no, it was great because I remember when I found out I was going to that store, I wanted to go check it out before I even started. <laughs> don't so, tell, no, no don't tell the story. No, guys. don't tell the story. I walk in. Saul's so there with one other fucking rep. And I'm like, let me just see where the store's at so I know how to get there. Right? I show up. 
They're talking. Not once did any of them actually talk to me. None of them? I was there for half an hour. Shut up. And I finally walked up over to like the thing. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> Just let it happen. (laughs) For those of you listening, it's always not peeing. He's just trying to pour a drink. Poorly. Poorly pouring a drink. Poorly. (laughs) He's the side of the glass, goddammit. Bro, this is why you're not a bartender. This is what also pisses me off how much time you spend at a bar and you don't know how to pour side. Well, I know how to pour. I just don't care. (laughs) This is your podcast, bitch. You were saying, Joe. Anyway. But yeah, so I walk in and this motherfucker doesn't want to speak to me. He doesn't want to speak to you. No, they're literally sitting there talking and I find out I'm like, hey man, I'm looking for this game. Do you guys have it? I don't know. Let me see. No. Yeah. No, we don't have it. <laughs> and just stares at me. Just stares at me. No. I left. I text my I text my store manager who who literally was going to go to the store at the same time as I was. <laughs> we are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean? Oh, I walked in, not one person greeted me. I had to go to them to ask a question about something. And the entire time they were sitting there talking about the pros and cons of Batman. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! I heard them talking about Batman, they're arguing about it. No! That yeah. sounds like me. You're a Superman guy, huh? Because you're talking shit about Batman from back in no, the day. This, this sounds exactly like me. Jesus. I'm an elitist, okay? Leave me alone. No, yeah, he literally looked better than me. And the best part is, I started the very, like, next... Fu- like, I went on, like, maybe a Wednesday or Thursday. Uh-huh. I started that following Monday. Uh-huh. Didn't recognize me. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Did didn't recognize shave? me at all. Did you shave? Did no. you comb your hair? Not at all. Same thing. Same thing. I'm a little bit more in the same clothes for all I care. <laughs> Walk in. Hey, how's it going? Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm a new keyholder. Oh, okay. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> You have my keys? <laughs> oh. Look, the world may end, and I would not care. Dude, it was the worst thing working with this guy at first. Oh my God. It wasn't until like I actually like started like getting to like know his vibe and like talking to him and like getting him like to like actually express himself. Yeah. That he actually became a cool person. I'm always a cool person. It's he just, came? No. Are you sure? He's there? You have to fucking dig deep. <laughs> <laughs> you have to get those balls to tug. <laughs> uh, and this is why I'm single, ladies. <laughs> he needs a nutty buddy. Aww. Are you his nutter buddy? Oh my god. That was a good one. <laughs> Back to point. <laughs> so the point is, Sol's a terrible GA, and that's why he no longer works at GameStop. Well, among other reasons. <laughs> <laughs> but this is where I learned about Doctor Who. Yeah, yes. okay. That's yeah, so, what this was. But this was like 10 years ago? More, More than, than 10 years ago? I've been working for this current company, and I left that yeah. store nine years ago. Yeah, so we're talking so about, like, the Who 11 being, to 12 like, years. And don't get me wrong, there's been Doctor Who throughout this whole time, but I feel like the fandom kind of went to sleep after Smith. Well, one BBC had the issue where they literally they dropped their channel from a lot of fucking cable companies. Yeah. And they stopped letting uh, streamers like actually run Doctor Who, where you only had to, be, to watch it through like certain channels. Yeah. It became hard for people in the States to become Whovians and like, yeah. continue to follow and watch. So like, for me, like the last thing I saw was like season one of Capaldi. And I did watch some of Capaldi, but besides, like, the Doctor and stuff like that, the writer, uh, Russell T. Davis, came back for yeah, this. Yeah, for this. Yeah. And that's, like, amazing. Like, I think he left, like, when did he leave? He left, I want to say, right around the time Matt Smith shaved his eyebrows. 
Yeah, Matt Smith shaved his eyebrows. Yeah, to the point where Matt Smith shaved his head and yeah, eyebrows. Didn't have eyebrows. Also, so did um, she plays Nebula, and she was a yeah. uh, uh, Amy. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking. About. Yeah, but uh, she the actress she shaved her head for a friend of hers because a bunch of their uh, one of their friends for the show he came out with cancer, so they shaved their head in the unison. Yeah. No way. But Matt Smith also went ahead beyond that and shaved his eyebrows too. Yeah. So if you watch episodes of Matt Smith's Doctor Who, he's yeah, wearing a wig the entire yeah. time. Yep. And he goes for in and out of having eyebrows. That's so yeah, funny. No, I, look, I love Doctor Who, at least from when I stopped watching it. And, God, it's like, I wish we would have gotten a whole season of Tenant again. Yeah. It, it's like one of those things because, like, now that I'm watching it, it's like, I get it, it was a special. But now that I'm watching two episodes, I'm like, I want a whole season. Yeah. Time. Yes. You like, that's the, that's one of the guys where I'm just like, you're really good at this he role. He is like, amazing. You nail it. And if he was speaking to the, well, do you want to talk about the special? Yeah. Or yeah. Let's, so, let's like, just, yeah, no, we can reminisce the war. I don't care. I mean, I'm just saying. Let's, let's so, get like, into it. Let's get so, into it. So again, I'm bad with names. I'm good at faces. Yeah. So when I'm, when I was binging a Doctor Who series, there was a handful of doctors that stood out to me. It was the Smith. It was a tenant. It was the first doctor. And it was Eggleston. the, and it was uh, Capaldi, Capaldi yeah. and it was the Lady Doctor. I didn't watch the Lady Doctor at all, so I not at all. Yeah, but I did because Jodie Whittaker. Yeah, yeah, and it was the big hype. And again, I've been well, first female Doctor. Of yeah. course, that's yeah. why I I've been following. Yeah, yeah like I said, I'm, I'm a closet Whovian. I, I can't say I'm a Whovian because I can't name names. I'm a that's why I'm closet about it. But I watched all the series Brian, because we're here to say you can come out of the closet. <laughs> You know what? I've just been waiting so long. You know what? Let's <laughs> let's keep it in there. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Drink your drink. He comes out wearing the scarf. Yeah. A tie. Yeah. yeah. Tie in uh, okay. the vest. All right. I'd, okay. I'd, I'd be the bow tie, but you know. I've done the tie in the vest. I mean, for me, I would actually, like, for look-wise, I'm going to do the trench coat, huh? Uh, are, we, are we literally naming Are we doing our doctor? <laughs> <laughs> so I do the tie and I'm the vest. All right. Let's, 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 get, let's get into the episode. episode. Let's get into the episode. Yeah. I like it. If you wear the bow tie, you have to have a fez. Oh, God. You do. Yeah. All right. So all the tie. All right. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, yeah. So, I watched everything, right? A handful of doctors stood out. You guys are naming the one that really stood out to me, which was a tenant. And again, he does really good in the yeah. bad guy roles, and that, that speaks more to your character amongst the, the realms and stuff. Uh, Smith was. You know, he married a doctor's daughter, right? Oh, he you did. Know, That's what? right. One of the doctors, the previous doctors. Yeah. He married one of their daughters. Yeah, I know. Dude, go for it. The fuck? Like, you marry who you want to marry, bro. That's how that's how deep his fandom goes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, he was was he the one that had the ending where. Um, the the angels were surrounding them and they're like if you look away you die yeah it's not his end that, that was the one one of the endings where his rose died no, no. rose never died no that's Who's Amy the one that it was Amy it was Amy, Amy that day yeah. yeah Amy's the one that died by the uh, angels, the angels yeah. that's Matt Smith era yeah see again no Matt uh, Smith I get him confused but they were all really good yeah. so anyway but yeah that's where I was so when I saw this one I was like oh you're one of the doctors I liked so when you mentioned watch his special I was like uh, let's see which doctor they pick. And then I was like, oh, David Tennant is arguably the most popular. He's a doctor where a lot of people get their start with. Yeah. People often skip Eccleston and they Why? go straight to Tennant. Eccleston was a. Uh, I love Eccleston, but. He was also a short lived doctor. He yeah. only had one season. And he's never been around for any of any other specials or anything. Is like he still that. alive? Yeah. He's alive. He, he just, just. He has beef. Oh, he okay. doesn't want to come back. Yeah, he's got oh, me. Okay. And I believe that has a, do, a lot to do with the uh, the showrunner at the time. What's his yes, name? Yes, Russell T. Davis. No, the other one. Oh, Moffat? Moffat. I think he had a lot of issues with Moffat. Yeah, but so he he has beef. 
And okay. um, he's never come back for any of the specials or anything like that. Yeah, they tried to bring him back. Yeah. At one point, they had every living doctor come yep. back for but one. He, and he always, was, yeah, he just, what a dick. No, I... You know, he got fucked over pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, okay. But let's get back into the special. So, so the bring back Donald Noble. Which I love. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm very partial to Rose. I do love Rose, but... They, they closed that off completely. Yeah, and I do actually think that... To continue the story with Donna is great. Yes. And, oh my god. So I hate Donna. <laughs> <laughs> she I hate her so now, much. Now to build on what Brian is saying, she was probably my least favorite, favorite companion. Right? Yeah. Thank you. Out of all time. Yeah, I hate Donna. I love Rose. But but the way they but the way they left Donna was like I was like, that's a good at like it's a good way to continue. Yeah. Okay, I agree because of how they did continue it. They're yeah. like, oh yeah. By the way, she can't remember me, or she's gonna, or die. she's gonna die. And I was like, "Fuck that!" But not right. only that, but she also made the greatest sacrifice, where she was literally the way, willing to die for yes. the universe. Yeah, and again, mad respect for her character, but yeah. like, like I like, and I do like, I know what you're saying. I know yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, like, like, she I wasn't like otherwise. Other than that, uh, if she didn't did not have like that her. redeeming quality. I would. Yes, her. she was a very annoying companion, and too. that's her point. Like, and that's her. That's her. The her whole stitch. when you were like, yeah, when you were talking about the coffee and the first episode, that's so dumb. And I was like, yeah, it's very her though. It is very Donna though. It is so very Donna. But I loved it in, this epi- in the special number two. They were beefing it out. Yes. Like, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't. We wouldn't be here if he spit the coffee. And he like yeah. stopped. He's like. But like that's the thing. Like she's that. both like, the, like uh, she's like dumb and also like the greatest really, person yeah, like at the same time. time. Yeah. I like how they compliment her. Yeah. She's like but why are they coming after us? What is it that they're coming after us about? And the doctor's like thinking like, what do you mean? I'm like, dude, you're stupid. Even I figured it out at this point. And you know, you're just like that. The doctor forth, is the so smart, he overthinks everything and he can't get to the simplest And she is so dumb so that dumb she like brings him. She forces him down. She's like, hey, can you dumb it down back to first yeah. grade? And then, he's like, and then he's like, oh yeah. And then like, yes, that's how they work. That yeah. is their whole relationship. Yeah, that's a whole... Chemistry. Yes. I dig it. Like that's why I dig it. But I fucking hate her. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I hate her so much. So in the first special, when, they, when I found out they brought her back and they went back into the Tartarus, I was like, "Are you serious? You guys are real? Like you couldn't take the daughter instead? Like I, I know what you're saying. I, I, I was hoping they were gonna take Rose. Me too. Because the daughter like, too obvious. They it's too obvious. Whole, too obvious. No, because they did the whole. Oh well, she has like a doctor's mind. And they both give it up. They both give it up. But they both give it up. So I'm like, okay, well they both had it technically. They both give it up in the end. So why not take Rose, who had the brain in her, and let's go that way. Let's go for a new gen. Take a new Rose and leave Donna behind, bro. Like I am okay with the Donna thing. I know you are. Creature of habit. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, this is the first show. I am. I don't like nostalgia bait normally. Yeah. Fuck you it. just said that like 30 minutes I know. ago. I normally hate nostalgia bait. This is the first time in a long time where I am thoroughly enjoying nostalgia bait. I am right there with you. Like I, I am, am right there yeah, with I you. am like watching this, and the whole time I'm like, "Wow, this is like the good old days." And I'm like, oh. <laughs> "It really does throw you back. It throws you back big time." It yeah. does. It literally like made me just like, "Oh my god, I, I, I want to see more." Yeah, and that's gonna go thing. back and rewatch. No, season, I, I, I gonna, want them. I literally I, want them to put all Doctor Who on there, like a rewatch from Eccleston yes. to now. And I honestly like, and that's what I was thinking when I was watching these specials. Like, they're so good together. Like even if it's even if it is with Donna, just give me a whole season of this, please. Oh like, God. just give me a whole season. I was just so happy to like see this, and you know, I wasn't expecting it. I was not expecting yeah, to no. enjoy this much. 
I, I questioned it. I literally yeah. questioned guys in the chat. I'm like, really? We're going to drop Thanksgiving for Doctor Who? But, like, dude, it's really? like it has all the callbacks where, like, the mysterious, his mysterious past, the the lonely doctor who runs from everything, and Don is kind of like there, like, well, you're always running, and he's like, she literally called him all the shit. Yeah, and yeah, it's like, calls him out. and it's just like, fuck, like, dude. <sighs> so, question: I can't remember the season that well. He loves her, right? Like, he loves no. her. Love. No, 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 no. no. You got it wrong. Love her, love her. You got it wrong. No, that was Rose. Yeah, that was Rose. But they keep making it seem like there's something no, between them. No, no, between no. them, it was always more like a older she, sister yes. belittles a little brother. Yeah. Okay. So they are like, but in the very, very beginning of special one. Yeah, that's why. Like, that's why her oh. husband was like, she's like, and you're not worried about me going with another man. And he's like, not him, no. Yeah. yeah. So are they trying to make him out like he doesn't love her that way, or that he's gay? Because in episode no, two, it's like they were, she was like. Because he's saying all his thoughts out loud. Like, oh, yeah, he was really handsome. I was like, huh? He's like, oh. So that's that is, happening now. No, his no, thoughts see, are, like, unfiltered. That's always been him. That's always been every doctor where he literally just speaks. And he doesn't think about what he says. And then yeah. he'll say something afterwards. Okay. Like, so I get that. But her character is trying to make it look like there's more to it. I, I no, think no, no, it's no. like they try to. It's a joke. Okay. We're like, it's a trope. Yeah, it's a trope. So, like, okay. yeah, okay. it's more like a trope where, like, she's a woman and he's a guy. Yeah. But their actual relationship is not like that. Very brother sisterly. Yeah. And not Pornhub brother sisterly. Like yeah. No, like, sisterly. yeah. Like, so that's the joke. He's like, you're not. So when she was talking to her husband and she's like, you're not, you're not, <laughs> yeah, worried. You're not worried. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, him? yeah, 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 him. No. Yeah. So that's yeah. the point. That is yeah. the joke. It's like, she's a woman and he's a guy and they're like traveling. But that's the point. It's like, no, yeah. they're not like that at all. Okay. Yeah. And also I think at the same time with this whole like first two episodes, they're literally trying to ease everyone into the next doctor because that doctor coming to become playing him is from the show as yeah. education he's I a know. known uh, uh, gay actor so that's, See, that's why I was trying to yeah. tell you I think they're already trying to like yeah. I think they're trying to like ease it in yeah but I you know you kind of mentioned it What's like so one thing I didn't like about like the, these whole specials and you kind of mentioned it very SGW N- no not that it's um the very intro part for the first special I wish they would have showed us the fucking regeneration. No, not that. When they were like, when Donna was like giving her old backstory. Yeah. And then Doc and Tennant was like, I had to leave Donna because blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I feel like we didn't need that. Like, we didn't need that. I did. I needed that refresher. How long has it been since we had a Doctor Who? I feel like it has been since it's been tenants. I feel like if you're a Whovian, you know. But I feel Disney. It's also not everyone. Who's running this? Disney. They want a refresher course for everyone. But for me, for my issue is I wanted to see the regeneration because I didn't get to watch the Jodie Whittaker because I don't have BBC to yeah, watch it off. And I didn't either. Another thing I didn't like yeah, in the first special, voice. the sonic screwdriver doing the shield thing. That came out of nowhere. Dude, I've never done that before. I, I was gonna maybe we, maybe we missed that. Like, I, feel like no. the, I feel like the sonic screwdriver has become way too open. Yeah. Hey, yes. Nothing wrong with that, boys. Nope. Oh, no, he no, he, no, I he not. has no gun, and he was in the middle of a crossfire between two alien races. Dude, Dude that's the whole point of Doctor Who. He is a doctor. Yeah. Okay, and guess what? His found out his sonic screwdriver could do this. No. Remember, this is, what, Tenet's third uh, reincarnation? Dude, like, the whole point about Doctor Who is, like, he, yeah. he <laughs> speaks. Third, right? Not his, it's his second time being reincarnated as a doctor, 
But he did a special later on where he played and interacted with Matt Smith's yeah. Doctor. But the okay. whole point about Doctor Who is like he uses his words to like get around things. This is him. literally Star Trek. His words against his gun. Okay. See well, no, works. like the, 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 everyone talks about Star Trek and Star Wars. The difference between the two. Yeah. Star Trek was always about a peace mission. It was always about them going to yeah. other planets and trying to resolve things peacefully to become part of the Federation, to bring other planets into the Federation, to make a, a intergalactic galaxy of you know peace loving people. That's what the whole thing about Star Wars Trek was. Not Star Wars, Star yeah. Trek. Doctor Who was very much along the same lines. Yeah. Him. He was not given a gun. He was not given a knife. He was given and a And that's the whole point. Yeah, he doesn't have weapons. He is literally there to try to bring peace. He goes to war, but he goes to war to fix things. Yeah. That is his whole goal as a doctor. Like, there, I love it, the fact that there's, like, a, um, a post I found one time where, like, he was given two hearts because he cared that much. He was given a screwdriver to fix things. He was given a police call box because he was there to help, yes. help others. And like it lists all these things I where it's like he was not there to go to war. And he's not there. Like again, like I felt like that scene was. It could you could have done it differently for them to get up to the top. Like there was other ways around yeah. it. Yeah, it was just. It was literally very ham shooting. Like, like we we don't know how to do it. And it's exactly what it felt like to me. Yeah, yeah, Joe, I completely agree with you. I think that was one of the biggest, like... Because, like, like, this is, like, a good, great start to get us back into it. Yeah. And that was, like, a hiccup. Like, definitely, like, a hiccup. Because, like, that could solve so many issues. Well, could solve so many issues. A fucking shield that you can just pull up out of nowhere and, like... Well, guess what? The other doctors didn't know that was a thing. Mm. He didn't even know that the fucking TARDIS got upgraded. What's yes. that about? Well, it upgrades the, all the time, actually. The TARDIS upgrades by every doctor. Yeah. So, but he's a reoccurring. No, no, he knows. He knows. He knows. He knows. Yeah. He goes. It was brand new. He knew going into the TARDIS, it was going to be different. Why well, he was excited to go yeah. in there? Right, right. It regenerates all but the time. Did he do that like both times? He yeah, back. yeah. He's it's regenerated. So the third time he comes out, he's still excited about it. Yeah. yeah, good for him. Yeah, dude, it regenerates all the time. I know it does. Think about this way: every time you get in your every time you get into your car, it was going to be something different. You go to your car, you get inside, all of a sudden it's a McLaren. You get in your car one t- one day is a fucking Pinto. We get in the car another day is a fucking Ford Bronco. Dude, that's awesome. Would you not be excited? Joe, do you know how many times I get in my car a day? Monday through Friday? Exactly. Imagine how many cars you can go through. I think there's not enough cars. Oh, you'd be surprised. Oh, no, guys, you underestimate how many times I go in and out of my car. I go in and out of my car okay, like well, 20 pretend, times a day. Well, pretend like... Times pretend, times that's pretend, 100 times Okay, so week. just pretend like every other year. It changes. Every other year would be dope. <laughs> every other year would be dope. Well, every time I go in, like, oh, You're all right, Dr. Brian. <laughs> I told you, tie in best. So hey, hey, so we saw the second episode, right? Yes. Did they change something about his upbringing, about where he came from? Because they were like, "Oh, you're, oh, you're that yeah. fucked me up." Good. Yeah. They, they were talking the flux. I am Dude. not familiar with the flux. The flux of where he goes, and he destroyed apparently half of the universe because of his fuck up. <laughs> uh, pretty much the half of the universe thing is like, I think when he like literally left Gallifrey. Yeah. Because that that was the thing that threw me off too. Because they said he wasn't from Gallifrey. Yeah, and that then, threw me off. And then one of them said he is from Gallifrey, and it was a lie. No, no, no. Yeah, like, there was a big old thing, dude. No, in the second episode, for sure, they're like, oh. But that's not true, is it? You're not. You're not from Gallifrey. Oh like, yeah, because one f- of them was like, "You're from Gallifrey," and he's like, "No, that's a lie. You don't know where you're from." Yeah, but um, so the thing is, like, he's from Gallifrey, but at the same time, he also destroyed Gallifrey. And when I think that was happening with the war between the Daleks, I think that's what they're talking about when he destroyed half the universe. I when he captured the two because he completely captured the two at war. I know. I think I'm not so sure anymore. I think that there's more. I think that's going to be a plot line that they might follow. 
Possibly, especially in the third episode. Yeah. Dude, what is going on in the second episode? He brought up in episode two, when he brought in superstition, when he was finding those ends oh, of the world yeah. things, with the salt, he's like, yeah, you can't cross this line until you count it all. And, and they're like, that's superstition. He's like, no, it's not. It's fact. But you think it's superstition, so go ahead and count it all. So the lady starts counting, blows away, salt, blah, 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 gets back to the TARDIS. And he's like, I can't shake this feeling. I was like, what did you do? No, you didn't get it? I did. And he literally said, yeah. I brought superstition to the end, end of, of the, the world. Where, yeah. the, where the line is blurred. Yeah. He's like, I don't think I should have done that. And she's like, why not? He's like, it's the edge of the world. Oh, it's the edge of the world. He's like, he's like uh, you know what? Moment's over. And he just goes, I'm all that. Oh, shit. So then when they go back to try to take Donna home, you have Wilfred waiting there for him. Which, by well, the way, I love so that so much. He was so But good. he's passed away now. I thought the same thing. I like, I, but no, he, he's they filmed it. Wait, oh, but he passed away before I, he passed away. Yeah, before he passed away. Yeah, no. So that like, it's dope. one of those things where I was like, like Wilf. They mentioned Wilf in the first special, and I was like, oh my god, are they gonna like, dude? He like, was alive enough to yeah. do episodes one, two, three. You have no idea his relationship. Like, you do know. I do. His relationship with the doctor is like. It's a beautiful. Thing. Yeah, it is a freaking beautiful. Ah, oh, it's like. Yeah, no. When when he was there, when the doors opened, I was like, <gasps> like I'm oh. not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Like I you love up, huh? Superman as my number one what character. Yeah. My number two character of all time, the Doctor. Which one? Just Doctor. Okay. Who? Okay. It's yeah. like his. That was a, that was a trick it's like question. it's like it's like the wholesomeness that comes from Superman is like only rivaled by Doctor Who and his relationship with his like. In all honesty, I Doctor. <laughs> might versus he might Superman? Just, yeah. He might just, yeah. Oh, okay, go on, guys. But no, like, honestly, the Doctor is so much more wholesome than Superman is. It's just a pure innocence to him, even throughout all his characters. Even like with Eggleston, who was angsty, even with Capaldi, who was very just yes. rough and like your typical old man, get off my lawn kind of character. There's always this basic line of I'm very wholesome, and all I want is for the to heal the world. Yep. And every single one of them had this, yep. and it's a beautiful thing. Yep. And Doctor Who, honestly, is probably like one of the shows where I'm like, I don't care if you don't like fantasy, I don't care if you don't like sci-fi, everyone should watch this, just to see just a character who is wholly good at heart. Yes. Well, sorry, at hearts. <laughs> at hearts. He's got to, yeah. And to know that like there is a chance and there is a way for people to be like, there's just pure love in this world. Yeah. Dude, you know what it reminds me of when the way Joe's explaining it? It reminds me of Goku. No, he's even better. Because like, Goku's he's just like better. so oblivious. Because he's so no, fucking innocent. No, no, the doctor no, no, is, the doctor is like, yeah. Naivety. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, like the doctor is like very like pinpoint of like where he is at. And so for example, like Donna, he sees like the good in her, like how great she is and really in this, even though we might see her as she's dumb as fuck, yeah. but that's not the truth it's like he sees like that part of her which is which like is brilliant yes and he said that in episode yes. 2 yeah and so that's the thing about the doctor it's like he just sees the best parts of any human at any given point in time knows their faults but sees the good yes yeah. sees their potential and that is amazing Dude, but how great were those villains in episode two? Episode Dude, two, those villains were those, sick. Like, that was like an interesting, that was like that's a horrifying, yeah. I, that's something I don't think I've ever seen before in any other series where the villain is only as bad as 
good as you are. But that's are. the thing. It's like, I forget that Doctor Who can have some seriously creepy episodes. Yeah. Like, this episode, So the first episode that we saw, the first yeah, episode, totally different. it was like, nostalgia, oh, we're catching yes. up. Oh, that's funny. Oh, haha, ha, you're back in the TARDIS. All this shit. I mean, episode two. It's like adorable little like, yeah, character. Oh, lovable. Oh, you lost all your money. Yeah. Oh, you're a taxi driver. Oh, how cute. Episode two. Man, it felt like Edge of the Universe. Yeah, Edge of the Universe. Edge of the Universe. Edge of the Universe. Unknown enemy. You see we, this we, robot. We have there. observed your universe. Yeah. It's like, I even watched that. Like, my arms are too long. Dude. Dude. Yeah. That shit was crazy. I like watched them like, are they having to? I, I'm like watching like, is this like taking place like a different time? Yeah. Dude, that's what I was thinking too. When I was seeing it, I was like, what? Is this like an hour ago and an hour back ago? Like, yeah. hour in the future and shit? And then when it was like, at the same time. Yes. And then you're trying, like, trying to figure it out. Like, they both ran into the corridor at the same time. I rewinded that part. I was like, what do you mean? He both like ran and they were like, they both went to the same way. When, when did that happen? Like, I was really trying to wrap my head around this episode. I played it back like a couple times to see where I lost it. And I think it was when they were putting the chips in. Yep. Yeah. So that's where it was. And the arm on, the chase scenes. And, you know, back to, uh, I think you said it in the chat. What do you guys say in the chat? The budget for these episodes, I think, are really up there because of all the CGI they were using. Oh, I said that. Like, they put money that. into this. Yeah. They really Especially for the first money. episode. The first episode? Big time. But also, Donna and Tennant, well, they were having... You, Playing both ends of the same like, oh, you know they yeah. were having was, fun. Like, speaking to their you chops, know, bro. you know they they, they were, were having so much last, fun. Yeah, that is the greatest dream. The yes, fucking both the good and bad. Yeah, the in the same, same episode? episode. Yes, like they must have been great. having so much Dude, fun. You know that was. We already know Tenny could fucking. Yeah, and he can. Yeah, and he totally can. But Donna playing bad for the first time. It was good. She was good. She was really good. Yeah, I was like, fuck, dude. I'm saying watching her walk up the gangplank in the TARDIS at the end when she's a bad Donna oh my oh, god that was so bad he looked like, up and it let it go he they let her go and good Donna was like you took the wrong one and I was yeah. like but did he though <laughs> <laughs> you're thinking the entire time they see her like walking up like oh he did take the wrong one oh yeah. shit yeah and then he's over there and he guessed he, he double guessed he double check he double check he double check he's like did I really get the right one check it out and he's like the arm. And I was like, oh, he got the rock. Yeah. Oh, he'll go take A point zero six yeah. centimeter longer on the wrist. No, okay, but that's, that's, that's a doctor. That's, he, yeah, knows, that's he knows. That's, he knows. Yeah. He knew. He knew. He but knew, like, yeah. he didn't know. He knew he couldn't be 100%. Yes. He couldn't be 100% he took the right one because he was double guessing himself this whole episode. This yeah. whole episode, double guessing himself, trying not to overthink, which was his strength. Literally like, trying, well, just don't think. And they're like, well, aren't you wondering yeah, about this, this and that? And he's like, why is the ship this way? And he's like, you're right. <laughs> and then like they were like oh my god it's self-destruct in slow-mo I was like oh my fucking god this is gold like that, I, you know what this it, reminded me of it felt like a video game no, yeah, for me like I was watching a video game for and this me, stuff felt like you figure yeah, it see, out for me I was like classic who I was like, we're back, baby. We're back. <laughs> no, it was so good. It was so good. No, honestly, this is on par with the Weeping Angels. It is. Yes. Yes. That's what kind of reminds the horror part of horror. Yes. The no, Angels. they definitely saying horror. Because like that's the thing. It's like I forgot Doctor Who could do horror really yeah, well. Dude. Really well. Like it had low. Low key had me on the edge of my seat. Yeah, like, I was. Cl- I found myself clenching my fist when they were running through the sewer corridors. Yeah, I was like, Dude. God damn it, just go! And then when they saw their cold breath, I was like, Fuck, here we go again! And even I was trying to figure out which one was the real one when they were doing the whole yes. real thing. And yeah. when Donna melted, I I guess wrong. 
I thought it was the, uh, Tenet that was wrong. Same. I thought it was Tenet. Okay, cool. You too. All right. Yeah, that, dude, no, dude, it, it was good. It was a really good it episode. Was good. And I'm like trying to but follow along. That's what I'm saying. I'm just like, God damn, we have the, the old LLC writing. Season. We have the old writing Not team. Not only that, but fucking Donna outsmarted it. Where's your tie? Oh, that was great. That was Solid. fucking brilliant. And like the guy was like, oh, right. When I take something off, it's it supposed to still be exist. There. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, and it's shit. like, damn, dude. And then he did that fucking weird ass like backflip thing where yeah, you okay, yeah. Reminded me of uh, the ring real quick. Yep. I, I just want a season. I just want a season of this yes, writing team and Tenant and Fine Donna. Just give me like give me a whole season. Give me a whole season. Dude. Now question, do you think we get Rose as a companion to the new doctor? No. The Wait, new Rose or old Rose? Yeah, yeah, Rose. see, there we go. New Rose. New Rose. Maybe. Dude, Maybe. I think she's fit for it. I think they set her up. I think they set I her up. I feel like they set her up. I don't yeah. know. Cause I know we are gonna we always have a companion, no matter what. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I mean to bring in the first gay doctor. First black gay doctor then bringing like a transsexual black companion, it'd be a perfect fit. I think. And it'd be so. I mean, this is Disney, right? Disney owns Doctor Who. Do they don't own Doctor Who. They bought the rights to to stream publish it, it and stream it. Right, right. So uh, Disney has to say yes. No, right. they have to say yes to publish it on their on their streaming. They can choose not to publish it, but they bought the rights to do so. So they put money out there no matter what. Yeah, so they're gonna. Put they it don't out. have a say yeah. in it, but they're gonna put it out. They're, they're gonna, gonna put it out. Right out. So that being said. I think this special is to, like you guys have been saying, ease us into the next acting. Yeah. 100%. I think you guys are on the right mind track because it's going to really. So here's the thing, like. Think of who the current Whovians are. I know, but here's the thing. It's like, dude, like. Doctor Who has always been very progressive in terms of like. They have. Yeah. But there is so much more money to be made if they just brought back Tenet. There is money to be made, but again, this isn't Disney running the show. I know, Disney just bought the rest I know, of the stream. It's just I'm just talking about like, dude. Two and seasons. the question is, does Tenet want to do another season? Or I is know. He, is he, is he just happy with this just right here? I know, but imagine two seasons, more seasons of Tenet. Oh, dude, I know. It's so great. Yeah, Joe just got with the side. with the current writing team, which is like the old team brought back. Do you keep Donna or do you bring in a new companion? You can you can do whatever you want. It doesn't matter. It would print money. I think you would get rid of Donna and bring in a new companion. Yeah. But yeah, it would definitely print money. It's like we're talking about you know, we were talking about like revitalizing franchises and all this. Bringing it back. This bring it back. so fucking well. Bringing Tenet back and if he was willing to stick around for one, two seasons. Minimum one and most three. Yes. Yes, you're right. Print money. You would literally just print. My favorite fucking joke was Donna telling him, "You can't get past that outfit with." No, I know you can't anymore. keep wearing the skinny suit anymore. After yeah, I love that. David Tennant stopped playing the Doctor at 34. Oh. It was literally a joke yeah. about him, like yeah. one of the same shit after. And he's <laughs> wearing a new suit. He's like wearing, yeah, yeah he's wearing a new outfit. Changed yeah. to fits finally. It's just like, dude, just you. Just do it. Just, just give me all. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like being a baby writer. Give me a whole season. Really all right, baby. Give brother. me a season. Yeah. All right. So, I think we talked enough about this series. We've seen two out of three episodes. I think the next special is dropping next Saturday because it was literally one week till yeah. the next. That it was like, hey, special one, special two, drop two today. Yeah. We all saw it before we recorded, which was super hilarious. I just caught on Disney because I was bored, just trying to find something to watch. So we, do we do we know if it's coming out next Saturday? Like, I'll find out right now. Cool. If you could look that up, because I'm just like, we're over here guessing when yeah. the whole one, two, three is coming out. Because the way they left number two was super wild. It felt like they came back to an alternate timeline with um, 
They came back to Donna's world. Because of the whole gravity thing. Mavity, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> I've been so, wondering about yeah, that. Yeah, dude, the Mavity thing. I think there's a I've lot of gravity to it. I've been wondering about that. Yeah, when she was like, oh, it's like Mavity. You mean gravity? Oh, Mavity. And then they started saying Mavity in episode two. Yep. Like, in the middle, I was like, Mavity really stuck. That should be an issue, right? Yeah. Like, you, It's like the butterfly effect. You fucking change one thing. I think a lot more things happen. And then they did the butterfly effect for gravity to Mavity. And then he did the superstition at the edge of the world. I was like, you put two bad things in there. And you guys are expecting to go back to the same uh, spot where you left? Because he went back to the same spot yeah. where they left. But Wilfred was there. He's like, yeah. Thank God you guys came back. You can fix what's wrong. And he's like, wait a minute. What do you mean what's wrong? Explosions and the world is happening. I'm like, but they went back to the same timeline where they left, correct? Like, that was the whole thing. Tenet made a comment. He was like, oh, we're days. back. Maybe a, a couple day days. or two. Yeah, a couple days off. And I was like, okay, so a couple days in the future of when they left. I'm like, okay. So they're a couple days off, but there's a lot going on for it to be just a couple days. Mavity. Yeah. The Mavity situation is definitely, definitely great. It will air December 9th at 1.30 our time. Next week. All right. Next so every Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Well, next Saturday, that's it. We won't get any more Doctor Who till the next season, right? Well, I was going to do some new Doctor, so I think from there we're going to actually start getting the new Doctor Who season. Yep. Disney knows what they're doing. They're going to play us, boys. Every Saturday, we're watching Doctor Who. Are we? Okay. I am. All right. All I right. mean, I think we should. We already are invested. All right. I'm game. I'm very happy. I, I really want to see... I hope... I hope we get a couple weeks with no Doctor Who new with a new Doctor so that we can binge watch and oh my watch god older. I'm down to binge watch and we go through every season and rate it maybe that's a little too much but you have to be here to do that <laughs> fair that's fair well, I'm just saying to be fair you gotta right. be here to record boy alright let's write let's write this let's write right. this well we can only rate it so far right only 2 out of 3 out of the 2 out of 3 for the specials we can only rate for those first two episodes and we can give our hopeful rating for the 10th or for the 3rd sorry wow I was gonna say what the I think I know he's hopeful for, he's hopeful yeah, for a season is, sorry, he's hopeful for a season alright so Joe we'll let you go first bro uh, 9 and a half. I knew he wanted a 10 I'm, go on I'm gonna give this a 9 and a half as well but Joe uh, 9 and a half. I love Tenet and I love Donna I mean, the two of them together has always been a great companion doctor combination. Um, the only one I like better than that is him and Rose because there is that love connection and there's the will they won't they kind of thing. And then when she actually starts like uh, to become very self sufficient and she like a bigger character for herself, was always a great thing. But Donna with the doctor has always been very it's been the better companion piece. I feel like. And to bring her back and just kind of close her story out, especially with her grandfather. I mean, oh my god, dude. To see him at the end, because I knew he died. I didn't know if he, he actually lived long enough to bake the fucking show. I was wondering that myself. And to see him there, I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. It was it was so well done. And I wonder whether or not we're actually going to see him in part three. If we see him in the third episode, I it's going to be great. I agree with you. Um, I wasn't sure I was going to see Wolf. I'm. It's one of those things like, goddamn, like I'm, you know, I'm not a fan of nostalgia, but goddamn, it's all your archeries. Right there with you, Joe. This is a nine point five for me. Um, I've had so much fun watching this. Yeah. It really just kind of feels like the old days for me. It really does. It brings back so much nostalgia, and it makes me want more Doctor Who. I I would love to go back and binge 
the scenes I missed because BBC left all yeah. my, my cable company that I was watching at the time and because I couldn't like stream it anywhere because they no one had it so I would love to be able to go back and like watch the Whitaker series because I didn't see it finish I didn't, I didn't yeah, see, I didn't see any of that yeah and I only got to see the first season of Capaldi, I think. Maybe, yeah, I've only seen like, Yeah, exactly. Same with you. Same with you. So it would be really nice to, like, see all that again or for the first time. Yeah. I, like, I kind of hope that this is a revitalization of this uh, fandom. Yeah. Uh, Brian, what's your score? I'm going to be... I guess I have to be right there with you, boys. You don't have to be. You can be lower. I mean, it could be lower, but... Make someone drink. You know what? I want to I wanna be doing anybody justice because... Uh, it was good. It was good. okay. So okay. So here's how. Even though that. he hated the whole Donna um, spilling so, coffee. Uh, here we go. Here we go. So if I would have just been grading on episode uh, one, eight, because the whole Donna thing at the end, fucker. <laughs> but <laughs> episode two, I know, but still fucker. But because of episode two, it just took me right back to this is Doctor Who. This is edge of my seat. This is where I'm like, oh my god, are they really gonna get out? Oh my god, who else is gonna die? How are they gonna get out of this situation? And that is where Doctor Who always gets you at, right? That is where Doctor Who is like, how are they gonna get out of this? How are they gonna outsmart the villain? And it's a thinking game. And that's why I love about Doctor Who. Like, every season, no matter who the Doctor is, it's always a thinking game. It's not checkers, it's chess. And you're this one in episode two, they really put your brain to work. Like, how do you outsmart an enemy that's only as smart as you are in the moment? And I'm like, fuck, can I really think about nothing when the enemy's telling me I'm going to be as smart as you are based on what you're thinking? I'm like, fuck, I'm an overthinker. You're going to be twice as smart as me at the end of this? Fuck, how do I think of nothing? And then he tried so hard, and she was like, I'm good. And I was like, of course you're good, bitch. You dumb. And I was like, fuck you. So then when that happened, I was like, all right, good. Go for it. And then that's what reminded me and made me fall right back in the love with the Doctor Who. Because it's been a minute since I've been this good about Doctor Who. So that's why I'm going to be right there with you boys at 9.5. If we would only seen episode one, and it's a shit about episode two, I would have been at an eight. But... Episode 2 came in. That shit brought it right back to a 9.5. I'm excited for Episode 3. Let's see how they end it. Transition to the next Doctor. I hope we get to see a re... How did you call it? A what? A rejuvenation? What? Reju- uh, regeneration. Yeah. Regeneration. I hope we get to see it. Maybe that's why we missed the one that Joe missed. No, right? I think we missed it because we weren't in the last episode. Oh, I'm Joe sorry. Yes, that's right. Anyway, I saw it. But cool. Yeah, no, let's see a regeneration at the end of this uh, three-episode special where Tenet goes back into the new Doctor who is gay and black because it's going to be groundbreaking for sure. I at least. was thinking about it. I think I know why we didn't get to see re- the regeneration. Why you didn't get to see the regeneration? Why we, none of us have to see it. To this special? From or the special, from Joy Waker to Ten, why we didn't see it? Yeah, why? as in we didn't see it, or as why you two didn't see it? Why we, nobody got to see it on Disney Plus? I got it. Go on. Disney Plus bought the rights to stream from that point forward. That makes sense. So therefore, we don't if we don't get any of the previous Doctor Who stuff, it's only gonna be new stuff don't only. Don't say that. Don't say that. No, I'm afraid. I was thinking about it right now. Like that might no. be the case. Yeah, it's no, always in the that. fine print, my friend. The fine print. So I mean, I'm hopeful. I want them to bring out the p- previous episodes because I want to binge it, them. But so much like no Disney Plus would lose out on so much money. Like they would need viewers. No, no, no. No, they do. They do. They've been hurting. <laughs> Everyone does right now. Yeah, they've been hurting. They've been hurting. All right, all right. All right. So all right, now, from Doctor Who to Scott Pilgrim takes heck off. Yes. yes. I've been waiting for this so long, boys. Once that fucking series came out, I binged it all on the same day. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even ashamed to say it. I saw it on one day. As soon as it dropped, it took me two days. I started watching it. I got everything but the last episode in. 
Get out of here. And the last one I couldn't watch until the end of the day, and you beat me just by the hair. I know I did. <laughs> I, I know. I knew it. When I this talked is, about we talked about it, I was like, this I'll is your job. I'm going to finish it all. Let's go. This is my cyberpunk of this year. Yeah. I'll like, take it. Like, Fuck yeah. I'll I love it. cyberpunk, the anime. Yeah. Amazing. This is that for this yes. year. Like, no doubt about it. They brought back the old writing crew. Yes. They brought back the original cast. Original voice cast, which was the movie cast. I absolutely... years ago. And I'm not going to lie. Like, I thought that this was going to be a retelling of the comics. Yes, everybody did. Everybody thought it was going to be a retelling. That was the fucking point. That was the premise of everything that we read. And I am so glad it wasn't. Hell no. Because, like, I'm not even going to lie. Like, up until the part where, like, things changed... I was watching it and I was Episode like, three? <laughs> yeah, like I was watching it and I was like, this is good, but also kind of cringe. Yeah, but I think that it's so. No, and so I was like, man, Scott's kind of an asshole. And I was like, but it was, oh, he was talking about that in the yeah, I know. movie. Like, I know, but like, that's all more prevailing in this animated series. So, like, like I said, like I was watching this and I was like, it was like the weird nostalgia because like it was retracing all the steps. And I was like, cool, but I was like, man, I was a fucking. Nerd when I was a kid watching this. I mean, it was 13 yeah. years ago. So I know. I know. I know. I mean, Brie Larson, 13 years but, ago. But, but, then, but then the change happens. Aubrey Plaza, yeah. 13 years yeah. ago? Oh, too. Okay. Like, but then the change. recognize her. Anna Kendrick? I still love her. Same. But then yeah. the change happens. And I was like, okay, thank God. It's when I completely like. Dude, that's when everybody who's been watching Scott Pilgrim from the video game that came out forever ago to the movie that came out. Yep, forever, and ago, forever ago. And now you got this new series that came out, and everybody's thinking, oh, it's going to be the same shit as forever ago. You're like, nope, psych, episode three, Scott's gone. And you're like, what? Yes. What? And this is where me and Joe were talking back and forth about it for a minute. And we were like, hey, you know, you talk about all the voice actors that came back from the movie. Everybody came back, and they all came back for a very good chunk of the film, except Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. So by episode three, Michael Sarah's gone. So me and Joe were like thinking, theorizing, and talking about shit like, is he gone because that's how the writers wanted it to go, or is it gone because that's how Michael Sarah wanted it to no. go? No. What do you think, so Mister Pessimist? Mister Pessimist. All right. Uh, the original Scott Pilgrim story had a lot of issues. Um, whether you guys have read up on it or not, about Scott himself, it was a. And even though I enjoyed the story, like the movie and stuff like that, at its time, right? I was in my early twenties. I think we all were, right, when we were watching this movie. That's safe to say. Yeah. The idea of defeating your exes, uh, seven evil the seven evil exes to your girlfriend, is such an outdated concept. Oh, hold on. In, so the modern, right in the modern world. Modern hey, world. Hey, no, no, no. I'm going to stop you. Hang right on. There. Let me finish my thought. Fine. Fine as shit. Like, as an older adult than I technically am now. <laughs> technically. Technically. I threw <laughs> that in. Yeah. He said technically. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah. It's like, that's kind of dumb. Um, like, in a general sense, it's like, why would you have to be, like... At the same time, you gotta remember. Hold on, let me finish that. Let me finish that. So, me like, and you both got rebuttals. Yeah. I know we do. So, like, <laughs> the way the story changed, like, you got Scott kind of out of the way now. And then, um, what's her name? Ramona has to kind of, like, talk to her exes and, like, build this weird sense of closure, which each and every one of them is, like, such a adult thing. Are you done with your thoughts? Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. So let's rewind. Let's definitely rewind. 13 years ago, a lot has changed, right, boys? Yeah. In the world. So back in the day, look at Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Scott Pilgrim versus the world was what the original title was of the film, which uh, the whole premise was he had to go fight the seven evil exes of Ramona Flowers in order to win the girl. And that is the whole nostalgia of majority of the movie films that we've yep. grown up with. Hey, you want this girl? You gotta go beat a dragon. You gotta go beat this. You gotta go win this. Beat the evil witch. You overcome this Overcome obstacle. so many obstacles to get the girl. That's what Scott Pilgrim premised everything of that thing. But they put seven of them. Go beat seven of the evil exes, you get the girl. But you gotta beat seven of them. Fast forward to this film. No, no longer, you don't have to be seven of, seven of the evil exes. On top of that, you don't even have to put the protagonist. He's gonzo. Mm-hmm. Now you're Mind gonna... you, when what's-his-name beats Scott, he's like, well, that's it, we're, we're dating. Yeah. So. yeah, he's like, we're, so we're going to date again, right? And she's like, no. No. <laughs> Why the fuck would I? Like, that's the point, right? That's so like, good. And so now, you take out the protagonist, he's gone. So now, where's the seven evil exes in this? Now it goes back to the girl who created... The seven evil yes. exes. So now it is no longer the guy's job to win the girl. It's the girl's job to go over and get the clothes she needed from each yes. and every ex. Yep. Which, then at the end, Scott comes back and is like, what? And, and he's, he's like, the evil oh, ex. he's the evil ex in the future because yep. he's like, well, I beat everybody and it didn't change anything. I'm like, huh. Violence doesn't solve things, then, does it, boys? That's what and I'm that's, saying. And that's the that's new exactly generation. What I'm saying. That's the new generation of this film. This film has shown, hey, oh, sorry, series has shown it's not violence that wins. It's the closure. It's the talk. That's exactly what I was trying to say. It's I like, know, and that's where me and Joe were coming in. Joe, thoughts go. Well, the other thing too is at the time, if you think about it, Michael Sarah is playing a 19 year old character. Yeah. And he's slowly down to like, I'm gonna prove myself against your exes. Yeah. As a mindset for every kid, like I'm gonna show yes. that I'm better than your past. And to build on that, the original writer was in a different mindset. Exactly. He was younger. Exactly. Like, and you guys have to keep in mind the original writer came back yep. for this series. Everyone did. Yeah. Everybody and but did. but he's older now. And, and he's yeah. matured. Yeah, he's matured. And he's learned that like you don't have to prove yourself to be better than that. And if a girl's making you do so, it's on her to actually yes. bring you. So that's what I'm saying. It's like this is like come full circle from like me twenty years ago idolizing this movie to like me now in my like thirties and I'm like I was the series because you realize like but like it's not my fault. <laughs> it wasn't me. I knew I couldn't beat up people that with her love. But it's like it's it like her. But it's like no, but you, you're not you can't earn love that way. Like you don't earn love. You just simply don't earn love. Like that's not how things through work. Violence. You don't earn love no, through violence. You, you earn love through your dude, work. You can't. You can't go through requests. Like that's not how life works. Mainly actions. Oh my god. <laughs> but the point is, like, you can't go through like a quest or whatever, and that ma- magically believe that that's gonna lead to love. Same way, like, what's his name, Patel? After he beat Scott, Matthew Patel. He was like, "We're gonna go back. We're gonna be back together." She's like, "No," and that's what led him to challenge Gideon. Yep. He even said like. I joined this because I thought this that's, would that's, this. But that's what I'm saying. That was like me in my early 20s. I was like, if I'm a good guy and I do this, like, I'm going to get the girl. And it's like, now me, now that I'm older, I'm like, God, that's fucking cringe. You're every fedora wearing <laughs> asshole ever. Oh, no, no, Joe, did you ever see me wear a fedora? Yes. No. Yes. I think there's a photo somewhere. Yeah. When? GameStop days. 
Oh, yeah, definitely games on days. No, no, no. I never wore a fedora, for the All record. Right. For the Find record. Find it, Joe. Find it, post it, I will put it on the Instagram. Saul has so many fedoras. No, I've never worn a fedora. Fedoras, vest, all of it. Oh, God, no, let alone a vest. <laughs> Strong of the vest. I'm sorry, Brian. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. It's okay. <laughs> back, back to, back to uh, what we were talking about. So Scott Pilgrim takes off. I love that Scott made himself disappear. Yeah. That shit was amazing. I kept wondering who it was gonna be. I was gonna be one of the exes. Yeah, Dude, I uh, love. No, okay. I didn't think I it was gonna be. I didn't think. No, I heard the exes because they took so long to disprove it was the twins. Yeah, and the twins are the most high tech and everything. Yeah, and they talked about the robot, and I was like, okay. That and the robot was involved. Maybe the robot took him, and then the robot was involved to an extent. But it was like, hey, the robot was placed in every instance of these situations. Yes. But technically, it wasn't him. It was Scott from the motherfucking future. And I was like, oh my god, Scott. And then did you Voice catch... Voiced by someone else. Voiced by someone else. Will Forte. Yes. And did you catch all the fucking Street Fighter, like, Easter eggs and that? that they were making him look like Ryu at yeah. the beginning. He was Ryu at the beginning. He was old man Ryu. And then he went to Akuma Ryu. Yes. And I was like, oh my god. It gets better and better every it time. Was he was like, got to the fucking VR room, he yes. had the fucking code up, up, up. Up, down, down, left. Oh, no, no. When he was trying to get to the vault, it was down, diagonal down, right, punch. That was the Hadouken. Okay, yeah. It was the Hadouken in command input, just getting to the vault. But then when he got to the point where he was just evil Akuma Ryu, I was like, yo, dope. Red ribbon, white gi, let's go. But... Also, all the Easter eggs in this fucking film. Ramona Flowers with her rollerblades with uh, 80, 80 miles per hour. When I go to 80 miles per hour, it allows me to travel to the past. And I was like, the DeLorean, Back to the Future came into this shit. I love it. And then I like to like, uh, talk more about the the space in between Scott's head that she travels to yeah. speed up and how they kept making the funny joke. Like, yeah, it cuts me like three miles, but I don't know what that is in kilometers because they're Canadian. Yeah. That shit was funny. I was okay. like, yes. But the whole Roxy arc was Roxy like the, arc? the girl, the, the lesbian. Yeah. What about her? That was the best arc. Dude, that every, was the best arc? All of the every arc was a good no, arc. No, no. No, 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 no. I will say the Roxy arc was a good one, Yes. But that was the best, best arc. arc. No, it wasn't. I think the Lucas Lee was the best arc. Lucas Lee was a good one. Yeah. I don't think that was the best one. That was my favorite. That was your favorite. Your favorite was Rock. No, apparently. like the first of all, like the whole like you left me, you didn't say why. That was the one that gave the most closure. Yeah, yeah and, and then their closure. fight throughout different like time, um, movies. That was great. Oh, you're talking about the scene. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's talking about the animation where they did go through different eras. Yeah, no. For their fight. That was cool, but my favorite overall storyline for the X's was Lucas Lee. He had the most going on, and he had the best songs. They really did give him the best songs. They gave him the best songs. Death Kennedy's. This fucking knows the fucking band. (laughs) Get out of here, Saul. It wasn't going to fall, Joe. Relax. No, it was going to hit the wall. (laughs) It wasn't going to do that. Yeah, it pushed him hard enough. Although, maybe it control that. Well, he's small and you're weak, so I mean, uh, we don't know. It makes sense. All right, go on. So, okay, the Chris Evans character, Lucas Lee, did get the best soundtrack. Fucking Saul proves it at the Dead Kennedy. Dead Kennedys, right? Oh, you know them. I do. I've heard of them. Well, no, he had the Dead Kennedys, but also the whatever song. I no, can't remember whatever. who that band is. Who is it? Soul? I don't know that one. Yeah, oh, come on! That was like one of the first time where I'm like, I actually recognize music from this now. But like that was like honestly like, I'm like okay they gave him a lot more to do here. Well, they gave every ex a lot. Every more. ex had a lot more to do, and that's but what he I love. had the most. So like, 
It's like this. It was uh, the Liam Lynch. Yes. United yeah. States of whatever. Yeah. That was a great song for what he was doing in that film. Okay. So my favorite. Well, not only that, but it pays off at the very end when he meets the drummer from the bus. Like, well, I'm going to show you whatever. And he goes, it pops in his head. He's like, oh, I'm going to hit that. Yeah, I know. That was so good. I was like, I hope they hook up. Um, but okay, so your favorite was Lucas Lee. His yeah. favorite was Roxy. Uh, don't favorite... forget don't forget the lesbian kiss we get at the end of the Roxy arc. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, me and Joe. Oh, I'm saying it. Was, it, was, it was a good kiss. It was a good kiss. It was a good kiss. It was good. But it the was, fight, the fight no, was so good. It was good too. But you know who was ex? I love the the like the most. The arc was actually Gideon Gray. Oh, okay, that yeah. one was very that was interesting. really yeah. good because it was like the whole point of Scott versus uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world was him Gideon, yeah, like yeah. the whole time to get to that point. Yeah, yeah, to get to that point, and then you find out this whole arc that hey, he got beat by Matt Patel. I, I love that. That fight scene was amazing, by the way. So fuck you and your Roxy. I like that no. one better. No, I like I'm that sorry, one the Roxy scene was yeah, the best. That's fine. You just like the kiss, gay guy. Anyway, so that was. Like the fight, I love because Matthew Patel is basically saying he's stronger than Matthew G- than uh, Gideon. Yeah, I was like, holy shit! If he was stronger than Gideon this whole time, why didn't he go up sooner? Right? Yeah. But that was the best part. It's like he went out the first in the fight in the original series, Correct. and they made him into like a they real. Made him, they nerfed yeah. him the first one, but the second one. No, and like, yeah, he's like, like a fucking yeah. Like fuck you! So I have magic powers. Yeah, yeah. physical powers and hot chase. Like go, and so he took him out. Cool. Gideon goes to rock bottom. Yeah. Rock bottom. Who does he go back? Jules. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Isn't that Scott's sister? No, no, no. Wait. It's not. Uh, it's uh, character. It's uh. Aubrey Plaza's character. Even better. How are you doing that with your mouth? <laughs> yeah. Right. And I was like, oh my god. So he goes back to the girl that he knew in high school. Gives us the whole high school yep. track. Gives us he was a loser. He got beat. But Aubrey's character takes him back. All right, fine, come back. They rebuild together, and now they're like, "Yeah, let's go fuck up Scott." Well, not only Why that, not? but she goes, "I liked him better when he was evil. He yes. was more." No, no, not when he was evil. When he had ambition. Yeah. When he had yes. ambition, is different. Whether your ambition is for good or evil, it doesn't matter. It's the ambition that girls love. Women, am I right? Hint, hint, <laughs> hint, hint, Saul. Hint, hint, Joe. Ambition is what girls are into. Hmm. Confidence is what they're into. I'll leave that there, boys. Anyway, so that is why that was my favorite evil ex, is that he goes down to Rock Bottom, but what does a girl love? His ambition. The fact that he was like, yeah, I'll take down Scott. Wait, well, not only that, but like later on, they fucking get to a point where she's like, I can't stand him. All he does is hang out around the house with Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, I love that one. <laughs> they became best friends, and that was part okay. of it. That was also a time from so the Lucas film. I was talking to Brian. It's like, I was brainstorming. It's like, perfect season two. It's like, this goes a la Dragon Ball Super, where the bad guys become the good guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me always talking about it. So it's like, okay, the way they were, the Scott in the future was telling Scott. Yeah, he's so like, like Oh, yeah, that's one, one of many, many adventures. adventures. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. That's like, dude, <laughs> yes, I want to see, yes, I want to see Scott and the exes and all just together. Go, but first, Scott has to go on his own on his okay, new adventure, yeah. deal with these new enemies that he can't take care of by himself. Yes. So he has to go back to the seven legs. So guys, there's these new villains. And I need your help. Yeah. I need your help. Yeah. And we're like, yes, this should be season two. Dude. Oh, but they're not doing so season two. And then latest episode, yeah. latest news on the fucking feed yeah. and everything is that Netflix has not given the creators a But like, it doesn't have to be well, that, but the creators say, like, we don't have any plans yeah. to pass this. That's why they need to talk to me and say, the thing. It's like, look, it doesn't have to be like a serious, like, no. Deconstruction of the, what this season was. No, no. Just give us a DBC in the Scott Pilgrim universe. Yeah, yeah like no. just like have them fight some bad guys. Some 
a bad crew shows up in whatever city they're in, Toronto, and now... No, like, he comes to the United States. He comes to the United States with the band to try to make a name for themselves in the States since they suck over there with Gideon and them. Because the timeline has changed now, they're not as good and they didn't get the contract. Let them come to the States. And then the States, they find out Ramona Flowers made some collateral damage over here, too. And she maybe, went maybe. around seven EOXs of the United States. And they find out Scott Pilgrim won her in Canada. And they're like, you know Ramona Flowers? And then, bam, we go back to another fight. But then he finds out that we're I think we should leave Ramona season. Flowers and her exes alone. Or maybe it's a drummer now. Maybe. I always thought it was... Or Knives. No, she's a no. young. Oh yeah, yeah. She's literally, literally the joke. Well, oh, I guess God. like a twenty-something-year-old dating a seventeen-year-old is not. It's frowned upon. No, honestly, I think you have Scott and Ramona go off on their own adventures, and like, they, they go off on their own. Like, they don't have anything to do with the exes, but the exes get into their own shit here in Toronto. I, I still want to see the. the I, yeah, I still want to see. We the want Dra- Scott and Ramona. No, I, I want to see a Dragon Ball Super thing, like team up with the exes. <laughs> <laughs> he wants a tournament of power. Yeah, I want to see a tournament of power. I want to see a tournament of power with, like, yeah, with... No, Loki, I want Scott to like, still get those Ryu powers, bro. He was like, I mean, maybe Future Scott, like, holds a tournament of powers himself. Ooh. He busts, like, a... Oh, my God, what if we get future seven evil exes? And oh. future Scott bringing them in, like... Hey guys, I know I've Now that would that be interesting. Now that would be interesting. Yeah. There we go. Dude. Now we're talking. Now we're yeah. talking. Let's go future. Let's yeah. go fuck the past. Let's go future future. But that would be kind of on brand. Dude, yeah. I think that'd be really dope. But future Ramona is pretty cool. Oh, dude, yes. That was, when they both fused? Super Ramona? What was it? Super Ramona, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. It's I like, like oh, that was great. That like, was really good. There's like, so much oh, meta dude. commentary uh, on the series. Yeah, that's what it's called. Meta. So, yeah, no, it was dope, dude. Like, this series did so fucking well for me. Like, as a Scott Pilgrim fan, everywhere, A to Z, they did it. They brought back some wait, wait, wait. of the... What? To point out how big of a fan he was, there was a point what? in time... Is. Is. Uh, was, you. whatever. There was a point in time where he drove around with a copy of the Blu-ray of Scott Pilgrim vs. the World in his car, just in case. He me? is not like No, me. Oh my god, Brian! I really did. Oh my god, you remember? Yeah, yeah. No, so I kept this. How copy scary of, is that, dude? You know things about my life that I forget. Jesus. So that's <laughs> so awesome. Was, I know. So point was, point was that I love this film so much, right? I bought it. <laughs> that's how we became best friends. I was in his car. We're driving. <laughs> I'm like, do you fucking have the Scott Pilgrim vs. the World DVD here? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Just in case, you know, emergencies. <laughs> You like the movie? Yeah, I love this movie. And then we start quoting the movie to each other as we go somewhere. But then mother had it just like tucked away in his car. <laughs> that is the greatest thing I've ever heard. That is the greatest. That is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. That's how we became best friends. And it was in that back seat yeah. slot that you have. And yeah, John oh. found it. He's like, hey, is this that movie? I was like, yeah, dude. And he's like, why am I? In case of emergency, somebody didn't see it, I could pull it out. And bam, we watch. Oh, that was so good. Like I said, early 20s me was like, yes, this is the greatest movie ever. Yo, early 20s me was like, yeah, I'll fuck up 7X's late. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> one of my favorite one of my favorite jokes in this whole movie Go. was when they're on the set making the movie oh. and it lists the name of the director. Oh my god, yeah. Yes. Uh, what was uh, what did the they, original ed- director was Edgar Wright? Yeah, so what did they like what Edgar Wrong. Yeah, yes. Edgar Wrong. Yes. That's right. This shit was hilarious. Dude, I went that so out. I went back and I rewatched it again and I was like, fuck Joe is right, it is wrong. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I, I know I recognize the joke, and I was like, "Dude, there's so much meta commentary." Oh like, God. but dude, how great was fucking Young Neil in this? Oh, like, is like, yeah, I can't remember writing this, but I did, and it was good. And they're like, "Young Neil, what are you doing here?" Well, I wrote this, and he's like, written by a not so Young Neil. That shit put me tight the whole time, and really in my head, I'm like. How did this fucker write it and not remember it? And the whole time he's like, Dad wrote it. Yeah, that's how it happened. I'm like, I woke up and there was future me saying that you get it right. I was like, This bitch is lying through his teeth. And then we find out it's future Ramona yeah. who wrote that shit. And I was like, This motherfucker. But he pulled it off so well throughout the whole film. I was like, That was me. The that best future line. me. You mean to tell me that he tricks me? I lose by him tricking me into grinding a rail that's not safe? No, I would never. <laughs> I would never. That yet. shit was tough. I fucking love it. I love it. Because, so like, it's literally what happened in the movie. Like, all the shit that happened in the movie. They're literally making fun of the movie. Yeah, well. I know. It was so like, great. They were like, yes, Ramona Flyers wrote out Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Yeah, that's exactly. The, that's the movie of the future, but she puts it in the present and it yeah. fucks up the timeline. And I'm just like, I'm dino in Dude, here. It was I, so good. God, just I, for that, it was good. They I, fucked. They kind of like fourth wall broke yes, throughout the yes, whole film. Yeah, but, but not outright. But not outright. No, yeah, it's not outright. Fourth wall break like Deadpool. They fourth yeah, wall broke. Yeah, like, it's not. It's not like Deadpool like, levels. Like uh, timeline low key. Like yeah. I don't know what to tell oh, you. Man. But like it, yeah, it's, it's subtle. It's a new word. Yeah, completely it, subtle. Like they don't outright do it. They talk to the camera though. at points too. Okay. Though. Yeah. But it's because they're making a documentary. Yeah. Oh my god. By the way, this is the documentary that was being made until we ran out of money and stopped it. But this is the footage that we took, and I was like, oh my god, this is. It, it, there's just like so many levels to this. It was. It's so good. It is perfect. It is literally. I, love I want another season, but like realistically, like, yeah. I don't need yeah. it. But like realistically, we like, don't need we it. We don't need it. We don't we need it. We would love it. Yeah. I would love it. I would love it. But yeah, I realistically, it ended on a good note. I don't think that we need it. Maybe too much of a good thing is bad. I mean, it did take us 13 years to get this, so I'm just saying. Maybe oh, 13 yeah. years ago, we had a sequel? Yeah, and how long was it from the Dr. Tennanting to come back? A year and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's around the same time, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think we're, like, reaching that peak point for, like... Nostalgia? N- nostalgia that I actually can buy into. This is, a, this is literally a nostalgia episode. It is, but, like... There's been a lot of nostalgia things, and I don't buy. They've into been trying to nostalgize everything yeah. we love, but no. But this is, this is the first time it works. Like how it's working now with the, especially with Hunger Games, especially with this, and especially with Doctor Who. Like, are we finally like reaching that level of where like where nostalgia is worth the worth it? A little bit of that, and also a little bit of like where we're, it's, it's been finally long enough for us to actually feel nostalgia towards it. Because hmm. they've been trying to force nostalgia oh, on us. For you can't like, force nostalgia unless there's time passed to install you're right, nostalgia. You're right. How many years would you guys think it takes for nostalgia to take effect? Ooh. 
Ooh, over ten years. Ten years. For sure, years. over ten years. So it take at least a decade for you to feel nostalgic about something coming back. So yeah. Power Rangers how long, goes in Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say, how long uh, was it for the Power Rangers? Like it has been over twenty years. But it's also been ongoing since then. Yeah, but like, like really but, but so just as well as Doctor Who has. The point is, it's like that that point when it was relevant. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, ten years to fifteen for sure. Yeah. There's a, a buffer where it's like it hasn't been way too long, but also hasn't been like way too yeah. short. Yeah, and you gotta bring back old characters for sure. Always. Yeah, so they brought back the old cast for Scott Pilgrim, and they brought back Tenet and Donna. Brought, yeah. Which is always a powerhouse, right? Yeah. Ah, man, nostalgia is a hell of a drug, and I'm not, I'm not quite sure on the rules on how to balance it because it doesn't always work. No, it doesn't. It it also takes like you know, a good storyline and a good writer, and then also a director who kind of like sees what they want to go for, and they don't overstep bounds. Because kind of to build on that, you guys have heard the rumors of uh, Disney bringing back the old X Men. Yeah. And see, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, they're saying that the X Men. From the Marvels and the Easter egg of the end yeah. scene is going to be the '90s. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm referring 93 to. '93 and '97, right? '97, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's the thing. It's like, are you guys excited about? Like, that's like a different type. Like, is it hitting that nostalgia level? Is the problem is like that was animated and this is going to be live action now, and we're not going to have the same voice actors, so it's not going to be the same. So the nostalgia's not going to hit the same. You can say it's them, but at the same time, it's like. It's not them. I'm not getting the same voice actors. I'm not getting the same look. But, I'm not getting the same design. But also Disney, when they're talking about bringing back the X-Men, we're talking about the old, like, 2000s X-Men. We get a little bit of all the, yeah. Yeah, and again, I, how do you guys feel about that? Like, what is the difference between that nostalgia grab and this and the Scott Pilgrim, Doctor Who nostalgia grab? The difference for me is I look at the 2000 X-Men with the whole... Hugh Jackman, Wolverine, and Jean Grey from the, the Trinity fucking Marvel X-Men thing mm-hmm. combination. All of that for me didn't work very well because, one, they didn't want to have them look like the characters from the comics. They didn't want them to be the same. They wanted to be, be a little bit edgier and darker. So the, the 2000 X-Men didn't work very well that way for me. They tried to make them modernized and they tried to go a whole Matrix look to them. And I hated that part. Yeah. Deadpool's trying to bring back the old school comic book look for a lot of these characters and I love what they're doing there. So I'm happy with that. And the fact that they're saying that they're going to, for the future for Marvel, they're trying to do the 90s X-Men which yeah. a lot of people love. <clears throat> I'm happy with that, but at the same time it's not the same voice actors. It's not going to be animated, so it kind of defeats the purpose of bringing back that era. Yeah. But I mean, if they're going to bring back the X-Men and they're going to put them in the costumes and they're going to actually tell us that storyline, I'm curious how they're going to work it. I don't have high hopes for it. I want them to do well. I really do because I love yeah. that. That was my X Men growing up. That was everything for me. Yeah. But, but if they can't fucking pull it off, it's gonna piss me off. And they already fucked up once by like having, um, not I forget her name, uh, Monica Rambo come through the timeline and join the X Men instead of um, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Because of like that timeline with the '90s comic book X Men with the animated show. Rogue touches Captain Marvel and so it's gonna be, yeah, Rogue's gonna touch Captain Rambo, I'm assuming. No. No. What I was telling Joe, and this is my theory on it, is that they put Monica Rambo out in there so Captain Marvel could go over there to save her. 
And by them sending Captain Marvel to go save Monica Rambo, that's when Rogue's gonna come across her and be like, Who are you? Start touching her? Captain Marvel's already let her powers be sucked away by the villain in the Marvels because she was shooting her power out and that villain was absorbing the power like, yo, shoot your power, I'm absorbing because of this bangle. Captain Marvel's kind of dumb about when it comes to are my powers being absorbed or not. So once Marvel touched her like, who are you? I think the rogue of that 90s era, that is when Rogue becomes Rogue because she comes across Captain Marvel accidentally while Captain Marvel's trying to find Monica Rambeau, and that's a rogue becomes rogue and starts this whole universe back into the 90s at that point. The point where Rogue got Captain Marvel's powers because she sucked her up almost to death. And uh, Joe, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think I ever saw that in the animated series. It is a cartoon back it in the 90s. It is implied. It's just like it's What's implied. No, no, it wasn't implied. It was said. They was said that's how it happened, yeah. but never and they do I believe there was an episode where they actually did a flashback and they show Rogue do it. Yeah. And I think they did show Captain Marvel in a hospital bed. At yeah. Point. Yeah. So I think they're going to recreate that scene to introduce the X-Men into the Marvel Universe. Yeah. I don't know. That's a lot of work. <coughs> I think Hello. Deadpool's introducing the X-Men to the Marvel Universe. He is, but he's not going to introduce and close that gap. How he's going to open Rogue? it. He's going to open it. He's going to open the portal. The, the can of worms to say... He's going to open the can of worms because there's no other Marvel movies coming out next year except Deadpool. Yeah. yeah. So he's going to come. Can of worms is open. All the Marvel movies going forward in 2025 have X-Men people going forward. That's it. That is my prediction and foreshadowing. Because of what I saw in the Marvels, what, we're sh- what we should see in Deadpool 3 and what's going to happen in 2025. Okay. I'm calling it now. Right. Well, it's final ratings on Scott Pilgrim. Alright, I give it a 10. I'm gonna watch. Wow. I'll rewatch it. Is this his first 10? No. no. I've done tons of other things. So, give it a 10 because anybody that's watched Scott Pilgrim vs. the World needs to see it. Anybody who hasn't seen Scott Pilgrim vs. the World needs to see it because then you're gonna go watch Scott Pilgrim. Now, here's the, the thing World. it's like, you kinda have to watch the movie. No, you have to. Because there's enough of a recap in the movie to tell I, you about it. They self explain throughout the whole series where really you don't know. have to. I, and it makes you want to go back <coughs> to see the movie yeah. so they understand what they're talking about from the I, I still think it's a better viewing experience. It is definitely yeah. if you've seen it before. Yeah. But you don't have to. But you should. You should. Because they're both on Netflix. Yeah. So watch the movie first. Preferably. Yeah. Joe? 10. No, no. 9.9 because the soundtrack at the very beginning until we get to Lucas Lee. It was just driving me insane. Yeah, I couldn't I'm, stand the soundtrack. I'm gonna go with the 9.5. 9.9 for me. It's almost perfect. Just yeah, it, soundtrack needs to get fixed up. Great series. Yeah, I think the soundtrack could have been a lot better. Um, I think yeah, overall great series, especially if you like Scott Pilgrim. If you like Scott Pilgrim, this is gonna be great. If you don't like Scott Pilgrim, it's gonna be great still. All right. All right. Any last closing words, guys? Anything you want to talk about? Sorry, my idea's not gonna be. I was cut off. That's a no. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, in that case, thank you guys so much for listening. It's been a pleasure. Like, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your pets, tell your family. I don't know what the fuck's going on outside right now. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, I know, I hear it. I hear it sounded it. like a scooter. Yeah. But not a train. We haven't had a train this whole episode. Oh, yeah, did you catch true. that? No. I did. Yeah. Dude, Saturdays, no trains. I heard like three before you got here. 
No, dude, before I got here, I, I ran into a train. And then it was, like, on the header. It wasn't the whole okay. like, load. And I was like, oh, I hit a train now. And it was, like, 6.15. I was like, okay, maybe we don't get trains after 6.30 on a Saturday. Because usually we record on Fridays, and we get trains all night long. That's oh, no, we get, we get trains on Saturdays, too. It's just been weird today. Huh. We got lucky. Providence. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, look into that for the future. Okay. Cool. But, again, thank you so much for listening. Like, subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your pets. If you have any questions or suggestions, feel free to email or comment. Remember, go to Saul's page. Call him for a daddy. <laughs> and don't forget, if you were one of the 48 listeners that had us in their top five podcasts, put your screenshot in the DMs and we'll give you a shout out in our next episode. Oh, yeah, we will. Definitely will. I completely will remember that. No, you won't. I'll I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> as, as the manager of the IG, I'll remember it. And I'll give you a shout out on the next episode. Sounds good. Love you all. Have a good one. Mm-hmm. Good night. This has been a broken production.